Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. If you have kids or pets, you know stains and odors in your carpet and upholstery are inevitable. But the experts at ChemDry can help. ChemDry removes odors and stubborn stains by sending millions of carbonating bubbles deep within your carpet. ChemDry lifts dirt, urine, and stains to the surface to then be extracted away, giving you a cleaner and healthier home. Call 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com to connect with your local ChemDry and learn about special offers in your area. That's 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com today. So I did not watch a movie this week. Got it. Instead of name that movie, we're going to play name that tune. Girl, okay. I am going to give you a lyric to an incredibly popular song. Girl. Not some random obscure shit that only I listened to in Oklahoma in the early 90s. So not Honky Tonk Badonka Donk. Not Honky Tonk Badonka Donk, which is a classic. It's actually not. But anyway, this is a song that literally every black American knows. Okay. May not know the title. We usually, you know, we we sometimes don't know the title of this. Oh, one of those. But you will know the song. Did you know that true love asks for nothing? Her acceptance is the way we pay. Did you know that life has given love a guarantee to last through forever and another day? Are you finished? I am. I don't know. Why did you do? That song from Mahogany. What? I don't know. What is mahogany? <laughs> Movie with Diana Ross. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Wow, that's Stevie Wonder. Oh my god, you don't know as? Oh. Um, okay. Yes, you do. <laughs> you know what? You said did you know and I heard Diana Ross. All right. Well, I mean, maybe the song was in that movie. Don't know that movie. Or maybe this is bullshit because this isn't the game. I mean, so that as well. But I mean, you throw bullshit at me all the time. So sure, you'll be all right. Welcome back, folks, to another mm-hmm. episode of the show. I am Eleanor Schulstrup. Oh my god, that is my fucking show. <laughs> Woo! Then I will be Tahani Aljamil. And this is uh, Reed. God, that's such a good show. Shout out to the Good Place on NBC fantastic program <laughs> very very good welcome back here we are still in december waiting for this shit show to be finished let's start things off with some black excellence this week we're going to give black excellence to zoe's dolls yes <laughs> shout out to Koi Koi. <laughs> thank you for the introduction Koi Koi. oh <sighs> So, um, Zoe's Dolls is an initiative started by Zoe Terry, a 12 year old girl from Miami. Okay, I see you, Miami. (laughs) So, I was introduced uh, to this program through Serena Williams' doll, through Serena Williams' baby's dolls Instagram's page. Yes, me too. (laughs) Um, 
Because Quakeway's got merch coming. Thank God. I actually already bought my hoodie and my t-shirt. Okay. So you can purchase merch for Olympia's baby doll. 100% of the proceeds of this first drop are going to Zoe's Dolls. What Zoe's Dolls is, um, is an organization that this young girl uh, created to give out black and brown dolls to black and brown girls for the holidays and beyond. How beautiful. Um, so I'm just going to read a taste of the about page here just because um, it's fantastic. And I'm also going to urge you once I'm finished to go over to the website because there are things for you to do. But it says when Zoe was younger, her mom would teach her the spirit of giving by asking her to give away one of her toys at Christmas time. Right before Zoe's sixth birthday. I know. I would something. have failed miserably each that. year. Oh each God! Oh God! I would just not get nothing. My little selfish ass would not have been up for that at all. Right before Zoe, Zoe's sixth birthday, she told her mom that she didn't want to give away a toy at Christmas anymore, which sounds like me. Mood. But we're gonna go left. <laughs> Zoe exclaimed that instead of giving a toy away at Christmas, she wanted to do something totally different. She wanted to use her birthday to give little brown dolls to little brown girls who did not have dolls to play with. And that was all she wanted for her birthday. That was the start of Zoe's dolls. Wow. It was also important for her to give away little brown dolls to little brown girls because when she was in kindergarten, she was bullied because of how she looked and teased because of her, quote, puffy and kinky hair. She wanted other little brown girls not to feel like she felt when she was teased. Um, And she wanted little brown girls to know that their image was beautiful. Wow. For her birthday, Zoe decided to kick off her initiative, Zoe's Dolls. She asked all of her family and friends to purchase at least one new doll, particularly dolls of color representing the African slash African-American, Hispanic, and Caribbean spectrum. From October 19th to December 20th, and drop the dolls off at various drop-off locations. Zoe takes the donated dolls and distributes them to little girls at Christmas time in need of toys. She also ships all across the world to different countries for kids in need. Of toys. That's beautiful. Christmas. You can actually yourself do some donating. You can go over to zoesdolls.com. Remember when I said there were other things? Honey, they've got (laughs) ambassador programs. They've got entrepreneur programs. They've got fitness experiences. They've got something I love, which is called Love Letters to Black Girls, where you can actually write like letters of encouragement poems and things like that for young black girls to encourage and empower them and they send those out but another reason I want you to go to zoesdolls.com that's z-o-e dolls.com is because over here on the right uh, tab you'll see a photo of her it says hello and welcome with a little paragraph underneath it about herself and then there's an audio here that you can click on. I'm not going to play it because I want you to go. Okay. Um, but uh, basically, I'll say it's Zoe giving you a roundup of how things work in her organization. And you just need to hear it. Your ears need to hear it. And oh, so man. go and do that. So thank you, Zoe, for doing uh, great things, for being a, a, a slice of positivity out of Miami, uh, for inspiring uh, so many of us, and thank you to Quay Quay for introducing me <laughs> yes. uh, to her and to her organization. Thank you so much for doing the oh, Lord's work. man. Yes, thank you, Quay Quay, which I still cannot believe I follow this doll and, and completely invested I in her life. I follow a doll baby. <laughs> I follow Olympia O'Hanian and her fucking and, baby. <laughs> and I'm thoroughly entertained by both. Oh, yeah, no. Quay Quay is everything. Look, that puppy not long for this world. Yeah, <laughs> As soon as she have a clear way to come at that puppy next, she gonna do it. But yeah, this is a beautiful story. I love it, and I just can't believe that there's somebody in this world who like 
was that pure of heart at such a young age. Like the only holiday I wanted to share less than Christmas was my birthday. Yeah, there's, like, those were the two where they're just mine. Damned, right? <laughs> the last thing I would have ever yeah. considered was giving other people presents on my birthday and not getting nothing else. Woo! What an incredible person. Let me tell you who's going to the good place. <laughs> okay. Okay. Damn, should have already racked up enough points for life. All right. Well, now into our, our, our trash segment where things go south. This is uh, Hot Tops. Chitty, chitty, bang bottom. Um, where to begin? Here we go. Uh, first things first, y'all won. Michelle Williams has announced that she's no longer <laughs> engaged to that white man with the black name. She and Chad Johnson have officially ended their engagement. Um, happy days are here again. Y'all I don't know. That, you know what? That actually is an accurate use of y'all one because yeah. I be- fully believe it is social media pushback of and watching how he treated her on that show. Yeah, unlike what culture daddy was talking about, yeah. I was actually hoping. No, I'm sorry, Michelle. Yeah, no, but we I all were, try. girl. When we realized that white man wasn't actually no good for you and was like trying to blow off your real concerns as a mental health issue or why you didn't take your meds today or some shit. Um, he had to go. Like that comment in itself yeah. is just Mm-mm. so No, we didn't like gross. it nope. But then for it to be the response to, uh, well, maybe you just don't understand my communication because I was raised black and you very simply were not. Right. Like, Which is something your husband, fiance, should be able to acknowledge. I mean, because that's just a yeah. hard like, I mean, fact. Th- I, we cannot date white people who don't acknowledge racial differences. It's I just refuse no to do that. No. I just it's hard enough it. to date white people anyway. And then you want to be ignorant on top of that? That's oh, what no. I'm saying. Like, I would totally he date to a go. white guy. But, like, where is Ooh, where is that Lord white God. guy? I was going to say, me and where a white is... woman, bitch, please. <laughs> Picture the white woman. <laughs> I don't even know if that is. Oh, yeah, don't that know. woman is mm, on her. Don't know that like, she Like, I don't exists. even. No, really don't I'm think she breathes. so not sure. <laughs> nope. I want to meet her. Like, if she's out there, I want to meet that bitch because she's got the key to glory. That's a unicorn ass bitch right there. She knows Jesus. Chad Johnson had to go. Knows him, knows him. (laughs) Yeah, he had to be feet. Um, Michelle took to her her IG live where people drop off loads of their press releases these days. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it says, "Um, I still remain fearless. I guess I still remain single. Things didn't work out. Yeah, I mean, that was just funny. I like it. Things didn't work out. The healing that needs to take place is a must. I don't want to destroy another relationship. Blessings to him, his family, and his ministry. Hashtag fearless. Well, Michelle, you know, honey, one thing that nobody will ever take away from you is that you're Michelle Williams. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. And uh, a forever beloved member of one of the greatest, if not the greatest, girl groups ever. Right. Um, yeah, Beyonce's real phone number. As she reminded us when people were like, why are you not wishing Beyonce happy birthday? She's like, bitch, because I can text her. I'm like, you owes. Like the twins were in my message. Like Instagram is all y'all can do. You have to zoom in on an already zoomed in <laughs> photo that was not given to you to get a glimpse of an earlobe. I've seen those kids and they've seen me. We know each other. Well, you, I just, you and I can't relate. So quite frankly, your comments on my ex-white man keep them huh. um but so he really did have to go yeah like trying to learn how to crip walk or whatever the fuck oh, he was doing no. on that show Woo. i don't know busy just in overtime good goodbye now sir hey y'all this podcast is brought to you by squarespace finding a work-life balance can be tough okay if anybody knows i know but squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate 
If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Speaking of of culture's daddy, he's in his feelings. Cardi B is still booked to perform places, so that's what she's doing. Um, She recently performed in Chicago where she switched up some lyrics from Motorsport uh, from I told him the other day, him being offset, Mm -hmm. that we should sell that porn to I told him the other day, yeah, we're going to get a divorce. Um. Offset rushed to That's Twitter <laughs> to uh, tweet the following. He said, uh, fuck y'all. I miss Cardi. My response to that was simply, I, I'm still fig- figuring out what we did. Like, I don't know. Like, you're still talking about us, but none of us cheated on Cardi B. Like, I didn't deliver your dick to no person. I didn't do it. I didn't send your dick on a single journey. N- ain't no hoes on TMZ crying because <laughs> they broke up my happy home with Cardi B. Don't know anything about them. You did that, nigga. And did you see all the fuck niggas rushing to his defense on Instagram? Oh, yeah. The Illuma nigga is a real thing. <laughs> and it exists. <laughs> it's a real thing that exists. And I just Not want you guys to be the Illuminega, Illuminigi, whatever you want to call it. Woo. It's kind of like tomato, tomato. Um. So, yeah, they came in droves to defend uh, uh, Offset. Trash. For being trash. Uh, rappers like 50 Cent encouraged Cardi B to stay. <laughs> um, really, That Curtis? nigga that sings that back and forth song. 
posted a, song, a meme that says life is too short to be leaving niggas just because they cheated. Is that what his song called? His song is called Back and Forth? I ain't going back and forth with y'all niggas. Oh, I haven't actually heard it. I just, people keep telling me that Lil Duval has a song. You've never heard it? Mm-mm. God, God, God got something special set up for you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, friend. Because he <laughs> placed so man, many barriers along your path <laughs> to bless you from that. How have you never heard that song? I don't click the explore page on my Instagram. That's a great starting place. <laughs> I literally never do. That's a great place to be. So begin. I feel like that is what has kept me. Actually, you know what? If I hadn't. There's a good chance I wouldn't have heard it. I really either. think that's it. That yeah. I do not look at the explore page. I do not want to know what the people I follow like. Y'all niggas is weird. Anyways, um, life's too short to be leaving niggas just because they cheated. Hashtag take offset back is the hashtag that the Illuminate is choosing to use. Gross. Rapper T.I. responded uh, to this meme and said, Now of all the bitches who should have kept their mouth shut. What is this? Move this caption shit out the way. I can't read what it says here. He said, basically, the nigga agreed. I don't know why. What the fuck is this bullshit in the way? I can't read what the fuck this shit says. But it was something dumb. It was something dumb. And it was him agreeing <laughs> with like, what the yeah. fuck, Twitter? <laughs> um, so my personal belief is that it just says I totally agree. Well, that is dumb. Did all that for Like, I mean, and you would totally agree <laughs> because... Lord knows you stay cheating on Tiny and she stay going back Life's to your ass. Life's too short to be leaving niggas just because they cheated. You agree with that, T.I.? You were ready to fight an undefeated oh my God. boxing champion I at the Johnny Rockets. I actually love to see. For a dance. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather rocked that nigga. They danced. <laughs> that was it. At a party. Was it Mariah's party? I don't remember. Somebody's don't party. Know. They danced together, maybe took a picture. And that was And enough. you were ready for blows. So <laughs> how do really you agree? <laughs> we don't care, sir. And Tiny has things. You know, like mm-hmm. Tiny ha- Tiny has things. Tiny's on tour right now off of the strength of her things. Right. So it's not even like even though her things would be stronger had she not sacrificed so many of her years to, you know, these are true at home statements because her man didn't want her to work. Like, these are facts. Yeah, he didn't want you to be too independent because then you'll fly right on away from his ass. And even if Tiny, you know, shopped at Nordstrom for a living, that doesn't make this statement true. No, it does not. However, I'm just so confused by the gall. Yeah, so these niggas. You should instead deal with a nigga putting his penis and his other things wherever he wants to, but also the embarrassment Mm -hmm. of each and every every time you cheat on one of these girls. Yep, it's going to be a shame. We know, we see it, and then the bitch you cheated on wants to have a QA and a with TMZ and release a debut single and star in some shit on TV One, probably. <laughs> Not TV One, Lord. But, bitch. Mm-mm. Like, no. what? The Illuminica is in full force. I honestly think that Offset Future, as well as T.I., are um, 
going around the nation, probably the world, doing recruitment in uh, hooded robes. I'm imagining the robes to probably uh, be lined with some sort of gold, some gaudy ass shit. Yeah, you know, or like, something that new money niggas love. Yeah, maybe the inside of it is just made out of $100 bills. And oh it probably God. always smells like, you know, the seat of a stripper's G string. <laughs> but <laughs> that is vivid. <laughs> You know, good good luck to all those involved. Whew. You know, I mean, I understand you missing the the mother of your child um, mm. and all of those things. I just don't understand why we must be cursed right. because I did not. I didn't do anything. What does this have to do with the rest of us? Is the real question here? Like, you can miss her all you want to, but like we just said. Uh, it's not our fault she left you. It's like your fault. So yeah, you should like... really be dealing with that on your own, like yeah. internally. That should be you reflecting and mm. then turning around and putting all of it on the internet like this. It's just, we don't need to be involved. I don't need any of that. I'm actually really glad to see Cardi leave that nigga. I hope she does not go back. Um, especially since it doesn't seem like, like from, for all of this nigga shit, all these shenanigans on the internet, none of it has been... You know, I'm deeply, madly in love with this woman. I violated her trust and I broke her. It's just my feelings. Like, niggas are still centering themselves and how miserable they are without you. And it's like, okay, well, but you did this. I'm just, I so just, how bad am I supposed to feel for you? Just, I, I, the Ugh. logic. I don't, I, I don't Honestly, see the logic. Oh I just can't God. find the logic. Straight women are putting up with all kind of shit, man. I just cannot. Mm-mm. That's too much. And the fact that a lot of men really feel like life is too short for women to leave them simply because they cheated. When they would absolutely leave a woman for cheating. See, on that's them. the sting. That's the thing. Like you gotta you gotta stand up in that sting. <laughs> Come on. You gotta stand up in that whole entire thing. If that's how the fuck you feel, cool. But when she takes her pussy out to pasture, I want you to stick to that feeling. Yep. You can't be ready to kill people literally because, you know, she left a hard eye emoji. <laughs> Because not only are you niggas going to the extremes over any sign of infidelity yep. or cheating or whatever you would like to call it, cheating doesn't even need to take place. Okay? Yep. Mama could just go out to the club and have a good time and appreciate that niggas are acknowledging that she's a bad bitch. Yep. Now you got to set the whole block on boulevard uh, on fire. The whole boulevard got to go up in flames mm-hmm. because you won't stand for it. Niggas but you talking projects, about life know, is too short. Like, you just get the fuck on out of here, man. Just no. You know <laughs> You know what? I heard the melody to Mariah's song playing in my head as soon as I said it. Because it's classic and it's meant for all occasions. It's catchy. Um, And that is a nice thing I said about it. So. Speaking of future, um, he's back into a legal whirlwind with Sierra over future future. Help us. Or current future. Present future? Um... So Sierra is asking a judge to force uh, future senior into mediation so that they can decide on a travel itinerary for future junior, who is four now. Um, According to this report, Sierra is alleging that when future does have the baby, uh, he goes over to grandma house or mama house, Mima. Uh, Grammy Ma, whoever, mm-hmm. right? Um, because Future has, you know, 
songs to write mm-hmm. and lean to guzzle and <laughs> new women to impregnate lemon pepper wings <laughs> to eat whilst scouting okay well um it's allegedly weighing on the child and then Sierra wants to hammer this thing out and get things together oh, okay. she wants the judge to force him into mediation so they can figure this shit out and if he won't do that then they gotta go to trial or she wants to go to trial well damn sounds like Sierra is not playing about her, her baby it would be one thing if Big Future was picking him up and taking him over to his grandma's house and Little Future was like so hyped to go to Meemaw's house and see all his cousins and play and all because honestly I'm thinking about my childhood that would have yeah. been me I would have been like hell yeah let's go to Meemaw's house because I know she done made something you know there is high fructose <laughs> corn syrup at Meemaw's house it's cool like daddy go rap you could go do whatever you it is you want to just if I'm going over there where the fruit snacks are at, right but if cool. the baby is coming back home to Seattle upset and talking about how he didn't even really see daddy the whole time he was gone and all that then I can 100% understand Sierra being like okay so then why are you taking him if you not gonna do nothing with him but I could also see this four year old who in his mind has daddy it's like like in Seattle oh right it's like <laughs> as long as I got snacks and a, a good amount of iPad time or whatever I don't really yeah I mean well unfortunately I don't really know Lil Future so I or can't any see. of the other parties involved we're working off of, of assumptions here right. you know nothing but you know gossip headlines like everybody else right but what is being reported is that mama wants to get this whole shit iron out meanwhile Sierra allegedly has like two new girls pregnant and the old baby mama Future? mad at the two new Future has two new girls pregnant who did I say you said Sierra got two new girls pregnant. you never know you know <laughs> Sierra <laughs> she might um yeah you know futures out here with a whole lot of situations going on as far as um things this semen has done so i mean i just have not known sierra over the past four years to do anything to the detriment of her child so if she wants a judge to force them into mediation i'm i have to assume she wants it for a very good reason she also doesn't seem to be like ever in a hurry to have anything to do with Child, that child's biological daddy right you know like Sierra seems like if she never ever has to see the nigga say his name have a discussion be a part of a discussion yes. ever in her life again that's fine cool yeah so it don't really seem like this is something Sierra's doing because she just loves it or yeah. super wants to right it's probably it's a like, wits end thing how dare my baby daddy leave me and do me wrong I'm gonna drag him through court all this time you know it's, it's more like past I have found me a good man we have gotten married he's raising my son like his own we have a a daughter as well like life is peachy over here like I wish I could just stay on this gravy chain but no little future daddy have to come through here breaking my baby's heart making him upset and so now I gotta take this nigga to court cause I'll be damned if you make my son cry you know that's just the shit you have to deal with sometimes when your baby daddy ain't shit um, Nicki Minaj is in a new relationship with uh, oh my God, this some is guy. A fucking train wreck. So the guy's name is uh, Kenneth Petty Zoo. Kenneth Zoo Petty. I guess Zoo is his nickname. Oh, okay. I don't even want to know why. Because <laughs> he's a dog. All right. <laughs> <laughs> got dogs at the zoo. Um, he's an animal. Probably that. Hey, you know you're probably on the right track. Yep, something you're like that. You're close to it. He goes ape shit. I'm thinking you're on. So you're they call on him the zoo. street. Yeah, yep, something I think like that's that. what it is. Something awful. 
So, um, very quickly, when uh, Nicki Minaj started sharing photos of herself with this gentleman, it was pointed out that he's a registered sex offender <sighs> for some rape case uh, back in the 90s. Holy God. Um, I heard several stories about this. But Nicki Minaj says that he was 15, the girl was 16, they were in a relationship, and the mother apparently did not care for uh, Sir Zhu. Okay. And so decided to take legal action against but that is, them. It's not illegal for a 15-year-old and a 16-year-old to sleep together, especially if he's younger than her. You know... She would be the one going up for the rape charge if it was a statutory thing. So that doesn't make sense. I'm just... I'm with you. Okay. I'm just reading what's in front of my face. <laughs> you can't do nothing but report what you've been told. All I can do is give you what I've seen. I, that just don't curl over for me. You mean to tell... Mm, no. Sorry, no. Even if they were the exact same age. Now, what I initially heard was that he was 20 and she was 16. That's what I heard first. Right. But and this I'm, is what I'm I'm reading her. To, he was 15. She was 16 in a relationship. But go off Internet. Y'all can't run my life. Y'all can't even run your own life. Thank you. Boo. OK, but you can be in a relationship and still commit rape. That it, being in a relationship is not some sort of 24 seven yes pass to sex. So Again, this, this is true. Nikki. <laughs> but that's not what this is. OK, great. I don't have. Well, look, I don't know what happened. I'm guessing this was 25 years ago because he's 40, right? If it happened when yeah, he was I 15. So. I don't know what happened then. I just feel like this was the wrong way to confront the rumors. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, you know, everybody's throwing around, you know, her brother and then um, well, the 6 9 situation. Mm, so, like, she's even talking about suing some guy from Daily Mail TV for saying, like, she has a past of supporting registered sex offenders. I think talking about her brother. Mm -hmm. So she's like. That is true. So suing him for what? For telling the truth? For being mean? I don't. That's, I don't think you can do that. <laughs> You do have a history of supporting sex offenders, literally supporting with your dollars. So I don't make it make sense. You know, girl, here's the thing. Um, I don't care about who you're dating, uh, especially if I've never heard of them. So uh, yeah, I don't know who this man is. I don't know who he is. I also heard that they uh, have a past together. Like they either dated uh long ago or they've known each other for for many years so this isn't like some rapist that she just found off of the street Jesus. it was like hey let's date oh, you know okay. the one she's known for a long shine time you up. <laughs> there's also some drama over like i guess some girl that he just left allegedly just left to date nikki she seemed to be very upset online i mean well of course she is niggas do that right yeah. like that is just nigga shit. That's not a reason for me to be Yeah, I don't angry. care about that either. I literally paid no attention until y'all told me this man was a rapist. And then I was like, wait a fucking minute. God, Nikki, it can't be that bad, girl. It just can't. You know what, Onika, if you, if you like it, honey, <laughs> somebody loves it. No. <laughs> no, friend. And you know who it is. So that's that. Let's move on to... um. Oh, uh, young Miami of the City Girls <laughs> sat down with Baller Alert to once again talk about her old uh, tweets about beating the gay out of her baby. Why is she still talking about this? Because it hasn't gone in a positive direction yet. But that's largely because she keeps talking about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Well, maybe this is better. Maybe this interview is better. Well, I'm not even going to play the clip. Basically, what she said uh, in the clip that I saw on Baller Alerts Instagram was that she like has a gay cousin or had a gay cousin that she was really close with that confided in her, and uh, he died. And so she doesn't want to see her son go through the things that he went through. But if he was gay, she would love him anyway. So I just really need y'all to stop. S- First of all, Okay. Sure. All right. Like, <laughs> like, literally the same thing I said. to your dead gay cousin. Like, fine. But there's a big difference between I don't want my child to be gay. I beat his ass if I see, you know, a hint of fag in him. And I don't want my children to be judged or persecuted by the world because of who they are. Those so are just different. very different statements. Just so different. And you would think somebody who like gave birth to a black person would be able to understand that. No, there's a lot of missing that point. Going on. <laughs> I just don't get that because it's like you're, you want to, or at least, you know, if I am looking at this with just the absolute best of intentions coming from you, then what you want to say is that you don't want your child to be discriminated against by mm. the world, but that's going to happen anyway because your baby's black. So, I mean, did you, when you were pregnant, were you like, oh, please be albino, please, please pass? Like, it was, were you begging for your child to look white so that they wouldn't be discriminated against? No. So I'm not going to beg for my child to not be gay or trans because the world will hate them. The world is probably going to have a reason to hate my baby anyway. Um... She says she's grown now. She th- sees things totally different than when she tweeted that. If that's the case, go with God. Good for you, honey. Keep, keep, uh, uh, put some action behind those words. Yes. Um, <laughs> Truly wish you would have just said this in the first place. See, here's the thing that, you know, I feel like this is what the fifth goddamn time right. that you've talked about this <laughs> right. since these tweets have resurfaced. Yes. And now you're talking to me about your dead gay cousin that you don't want. Like, I, I'm sorry. You could have said this so many times mm-hmm. since yes. City Girls was something. You started doubling down on your ignorance over and over and arguing with people who were upset with you for it. If you really see things differently now and you feel like you're grown now and you see the air in your ways, I want you to walk in the direction of that light. I, however, um, am uh, too grown and not foolish enough. Yeah to uh, take whatever this right. is. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Great. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Everybody deserves their d- room to grow and things like that. Yes. What you won't have in that room is any of my money. Yeah. And that's just that. Yeah. You deserve space to to grow up, especially because she's still young. What is that girl? Like 24, 25? If that. Something like that. Yeah. So, of course, you deserve space to fuck up and and grow from that. But you can't expect everybody Absolutely. to stay with you along the ride. You, you, you <laughs> it can't. doesn't work like that you either. You just can't do it. All you can ask for is that people see the the youth and the ignorance in you and that they excuse it because of those things but you can't reasonably expect people to still still support you especially financially while you shit on their existence I'm sure no I'm just making it known where I stand yeah you no know, I get like, it good for you I mean unfortunately for her there's plenty of other you know ratchet rappers out here that I can listen to like Young Miami is not giving me anything particularly unique with herself. No shade. Maybe when JT gets out, things will be different. Yeah, but we can get the whole package. Well, I mean, you know, it's just we were introduced to y'all as a duo. And yeah. it was, uh, you know, we liked it. We fucked and with it. I liked it. JT better anyway. Well, see, I try <laughs> everybody. Okay. Why do all of y'all keep saying that to this girl? I swear, every time I see comments. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody is like, why you couldn't be the one in prison? I'm, like, well, I'm not going to say that. You know? like, I'm not going that Niggas far. Niggas are me. I just prefer JT, though. I mean, yeah. 
So, all right. We really wish you would have said this three months ago, but okay. Would have helps. A, a lot. A lot. Um, some singing person named Jacquees uh, made a statement on Instagram recently proclaiming himself to be the king of rhythm and blues. Um, and a lot of a lot of people have had uh, emotions and feelings about that. I think uh, my guess was because a lot of us might still be trying to figure out who Jack Quace is or what 100%. song it is. Definitely thought I was old for not knowing who he is. I mean, I know I am. So <laughs> I just. I couldn't even get upset about this because I literally have no idea yeah. who this little boy is. Right. I was just like, he might be like uh, an amazing, amazingly popular new talent. And I'm, 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 this was not like the first time I'd ever heard of him or seen his face. I'd heard of him before. Oh, no. I think maybe within the past nope. month or so, I learned that he wasn't a rapper. And then today I took uh, time out of my schedule to like actually look for a song of his to see if I had heard it before. Mm. One of them I have, which is the I Know You Want to Love, I Know You Want to Fuck in, in my B.E.D. Oh, song. Oh, that's who that is. Yep, that's okay. him. Oh, so the song is called B.E.D.? Mm-hmm. Yep. Not You're to be right. confused with. Not to be confused with <laughs> okay. it. Okay. Yep. <laughs> You know where my mind was going. <laughs> All right. So after um, Jacquees, Jacquees, Jacquees. I've heard the song. Jacquees. Didn't know who sang it. Well, now you do, honey. Yeah. He uh, actually called himself the king of R&B. Oh, Loads no, of people nigga. came to the internet <laughs> with uh, their testimonies. Jay Holiday. Nah, little nigga. Uh, was one of uh, the first that I saw to have an issue with this, saying that there were only three kings of R&B. Um, this was this video made me mad. Wait, which one? This video of Jay Holiday. Yes, I okay, hated yes. it. I so, hated it. First of all, I loved it because <laughs> someone mistake him for the valet. That was funny. Mistook him for the valet on camera, and he addressed it <laughs> instead of just deleting the video and redoing it, or just not answering them. <laughs> you just I don't know, baby. Not in this Gucci jacket. Really, girl? Day. Do you really want us to know that you're wearing a Gucci jacket? You don't have. Who cares? Gucci teeth. It's not like it's... All right. You didn't have to do that. But this is like priority. <laughs> I mean, did you even pay for that Gucci jacket? Please. Well, I mean... <laughs> I don't know a Jay Holiday song. I don't even know what I was trying to say. He I tried to say something nice too, and nothing I'm came over. Well, yes. Yes. And there's Suffocate and then there's like one other song, but it might oh, not be. Oh, yeah. But see, he ain't the king of shit either. Well, how long ago was that? That Jay well, Holiday see, put them songs Jay Holiday named... He's, he, he went for Chris Brown, R. Kelly, and who else? I thought the third was himself. No. Oh, it wasn't. No, I think he said four and he said four and five are right here. Him and I don't know who the fuck that oh, other was. I don't know. Um, probably Usher. No, no, I think it might have been Usher. Ugh, now I want to watch the remember. video. <laughs> I got so disgusted after he said whatever the you know one of them is from Chicago, and I was like, okay, no, I know you're talking about R. Kelly, and I don't want to watch this anymore oh my goodness loads of people had opinions Tory Lanez Tank Shad Moss Tyrese oh, Bobby no. Valentino oh, no. um Diddy had input on it. I actually liked what he said, uh, which was basically, if you're going to call yourself the king of R&B, you need to have hits, you need to affect women in a positive way, and you need to be able to sing. Like, sing, sing, sing. For yeah. real, for real, sing. Like, I felt like he kind of laid out the the recipe quite mm -hmm. nicely. So a lot of people were throwing out names. I don't even know where those names came from, if that's what we're 
going for, okay. but to each their own. Um, so yeah, lots of who's mm-hmm. the king of R and B talk going. I refuse to acknowledge um, Robert in this discussion. He just ain't king of nothing in my right. opinion. No, actually, um, you actually got me fucked up. I'm trying. King of I'm really trying to figure out who Jay Holiday is talking about because he said the first one sold 20 million on his first album. Who is that? It's not Chris Brown. The third one is no. Tapahannock. He said Tapahannock. Yeah, that's I know Chris that's Brown. Chris Brown. So who is the first one? Who sold twenty million? Is it Michael Jackson? I th- I thought Michael Jackson first. But Michael Jackson, I would have never called the king of R&B. He's literally called the king of pop. Right. So, so I'm thinking it's either Usher or James Brown or something. Okay, maybe. Uh, but Usher, twenty million? Maybe. I don't know how many Confessions sold. I know it was a lot. Yeah. But that wasn't his first album. Right. So <laughs> I don't know who that is. Y'all right. tell us. I don't care. He probably did mean Michael Jackson. You know what? He probably did. Maybe he did. Did Luther Vandross sell 20 million? Maybe he did. Maybe it's Steve. Did Stevie Wonder sell 20 million? <laughs> oh, no. Nah, back then, people wouldn't sell albums like that. I don't have an opinion on this, to be honest. I've never even really cared for male R&B music enough to be like... The I mean, king of R and B is like like I have loads of R and B names, male R and B singers that I adore and have for a long time. Most of them never came up in this uh yeah. this conversation. And arguably I would understand why somebody would not necessarily call them the king of R and B. But loads and loads and loads of, of <laughs> I don't even understand how some of these people are classified as R and B musicians much yeah. less the king of I don't know everybody right. have a great time I agree with John Legend when he said there is no real king of R&B when you think about it in like the Usher sense where there was somebody who was dominating the charts you know selling out a tour right actually sang R&B music and right. could actually sing and perform like John Legend sings his ass off and he does sing R&B but John Legend is not an Usher you know he does not He's not finna give you no moves on stage. Like, you're not about to get that kind of show out of John Legend. So, you should get some great ass R&B music. I mean, yeah, no, you're gonna get some great tunes. (laughs) Niggas love John John B. Wow. I mean, niggas do love John B. I mean, niggas, that's the fact, too. That's also true. Love You're not wrong. John Legend. And I just thought he was like, because I'm, I'm sure people threw his name in the ring, but I think he's right. There's no real king of it. Like, there's nobody really dominating like that I in R&B. Yeah. Not for no do- dudes. Really? Not on. Not for the women, either. Who's out there well, you know what? making right. R&B? No, Beyonce is not. Beyonce's a pop star. Yeah, Beyonce's a pop star. Rihanna certainly is. And Rihanna, <laughs> Rihanna's selling us panties and makeup, okay? She <laughs> ain't thinking honey, about music at all. I will sing a fucking tune when I'm good and black-ass <laughs> goddamn Beijing ready, bitch. Right. And the and the women who can really sing, you know, are not society does not profile right. them and lift like, them up. The industry and consumers don't yeah. even really give R and B R and B artists yes. grace exactly. for us to even talk about a king or queen. Yeah. No, like it's Flat not the nineties so no more. Right. It ain't no more Whitney and Mariah dominating the charts and that sort of thing. It's just not you know, all of it is this SoundCloud. Brandy on VH1. And, so, <laughs> So it's just giving, what is this? (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, I would love to see somebody, especially on the male side. Now, at least on the women's side, I can give you a bunch of names of voices. Oh, on the men's side, I have no idea who can sing over there. None at all. <laughs> Not of like the new generation. Yeah, no, like, no. I'm all. I can name some like Tevin Campbell and shit. I can name some like singers in the past, maybe six or seven years, guys that can definitely sing their asses off. But again, didn't see their names in the ring. I saw mostly y'all talking about niggas who sing some shit produced by uh, 
T- DJ Mustard or Michael okay. made it. Mm, that's not and what it's we're usually talking about. talking about um vaginal secretions yeah. and Oh, maybe um, Miguel. Miguel does R&B. Yeah, no, I'm not I don't disagree with that at all. I think that's a great um a great uh, nomination. I don't know what word I was looking for. <laughs> but again, I don't see Miguel as being like a king of R&B. Like, right. hell, I was about to say Bruno. <laughs> but Bruno is, I was going to say Bruno as well, but Bruno's but it's not really R&B. It's not. Like it's he, pop. He, right. He had a, he had a Teddy Riley ass album. Oh yeah. And we, and I love it. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I do. You really do. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. But Bruno Mars is not an R&B artist. No, and I like his voice, but he just isn't—he isn't that. So. R&B doesn't really have royalty, and that's because the girls haven't really given it that. Uh, they really haven't given it that support or that push as mm-hmm. as it's had in you know decades earlier or before. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but this kid Jacquees sang like to me when he said it, it sounded like. Something that shouldn't even be taken seriously. This is all nigga. Like, this is happening because of the male ego. Because (laughs) when I watched that video of him saying it, it sounded like when nigga's, like, be in a fight somewhere out on, like, Collins Avenue or something. And he'd be like, I run these streets! That's my fucking city! Like, it it isn't, like, it (laughs) completely belongs to the government. I mean, like, maybe, like, your tax dollars, if you pay them, might go to the streets themselves. But they're not. They aren't yours. No, I get what you're saying, but no. So, you know, you just sort of like let people mm-hmm. have things when they're feeling their peak. Nobody should have ever given Jacquees this much. Not the time of day. <laughs> Jay Holiday really blew this up. I mean, well, Jay Holiday, sure. But what else are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I just remember being like, okay, I don't know who Jacquees is, but I know you're not tossing your name in the hat, my nigga. This you is four and five. And I know more Jay Holiday songs than Jacquees songs. Well, yeah, but wh- how many more? Two? <laughs> I can see Jacquees going his full career without me ever knowing a song of his, though. Sure. I don't know how long he's been out now. <laughs> Look, couldn't tell you. <laughs> so, oh, well, we're too old for this conversation. <laughs> we over here like, you niggas don't even sing, first of all. Who I don't amongst even, you can even fucking sing? I don't even. Uh-uh. Every time you see these new niggas and somebody is Instagramming from their live show, you be like, what in the fuck was that? Who are you? Mm-hmm. Right. So, no thanks. Like... Sir, when I heard about this, I was like, certainly he doesn't honestly think this. This person could not have been out long enough. And the fact that I cannot even, not only do I not like know of a song of his, I can't even name the title of one of his songs. He cannot truly believe that he is the king. But then I was like, oh, I'm 31. I'm not really a part of like the uh, young people's social media vortex where you're like a certain age and you feel like all of the things that 17 year olds are tweeting about are like the extent of the world. (laughs) Right. Like how that bitch that uh, allegedly was going to have the threesome with Offset said that the world is watching her or whatever, some shit like that. Like, no, they're not. They're not. Not even, not even a fraction. Like, even if we were limited, limiting the conversation to like the entertainment world, Mm -hmm. like, like nobody cares about you your social media profiles are not representative of what the real world is focused on not a what niggas are tagging you in on instagram is not what people globally are we're concerned with don't care at all like it feels like maybe it is all on you but all you have to do for it not to be on you is to log off like that's all you have to do in a video he was like that's what they saying man so I just I agree like people say all kinds of things yeah people just be talking mm-hmm. so whoever Jacquees is he may, maybe he is the king to these children I don't know somebody 20 years old should let me know 
Maybe. No, I, I I don't doubt that the kids like him. I don't know what the kids like these days, to be honest with you. Baby shark? All kinds of shit. Whatever yeah. baby shark is. Baby, I follow a lot of parents. Shark. They're like, my child's obsessed. Fucking baby shark. Baby shark. But I've never played baby shark, so I don't know what it sounds like. Baby shark. Baby shark. Do, 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 do. Baby shark dance. Kids pink, are obsessed with it. Pink phone? What the fuck? Although I think this is like literally babies are obsessed. Not, Baby not like Baby shark is a children's years. song about a family of sharks. Oh, it literally is about a baby shark. Okay. It's, oh. The Baby Shark song was popularized by a video produced by Pink Fong, an education brand under South Korean media startup, Smart Study. Wow, those are facts. The Baby Shark. Are you looking for the song? I am. Are you trying to play it? No, I'm not going to play it. Okay. I'm just going to tab it so I can go home and get high and listen to it. I just, yeah, I follow a lot of parents who are always between Baby Shark. great. Is it? Animation well, hell no. I feel like looking way. it up. He's a cute shark. His eyes are so big. Oh, well, that's adorable. Yeah. Oh, look, he's got like the baby shark has a little little hound friend. Little are you hound. watching the video? <laughs> <laughs> You're literally watching the video. Tooted or rebooted this week. New York undercovers coming back. Okay. Production by Dick Wolf. So I'll take it. Damn, I will watch it. I trust Dick. <laughs> yeah, you do. I just do. <laughs> trust it. Uh, Celebrity Deathmatch is on its way back yes. via the series creator and Ice Cube, Cube Vision. This one they can oh, keep. Ice Cube. Unless they do have a Cardi versus Nicki Minaj uh, episode, which honestly, why are you making a Celebrity Deathmatch if you're yeah. not going to do anything, that is the one episode. I want to see. Don't waste our time, right? Don't disrespect us. Might not watch the rest of the season, but I will watch that one. For what? You know, <laughs> right? No, thank you, girl. I don't care about watching mm-hmm. fucking nope. uh, Billy Eilish. Who fighting? <laughs> fucking is that a real white Cam- person's name? Camilla Cabello. I don't know. No, nah, I do know that one. Yeah. That's the Fifth Harmony girl. Fuck her too. <laughs> So, uh, what else? Oh, Netflix is producing a Selena series. A series about Selena. Okay, the Selena. Yeah, it was something it wasn't about Selena Gomez. Why would I? I was waiting on you to be like, Selena Gomez. To fuck with me. And not mean. That's what I thought you doll. I thought you (laughs) were fucking with me. (laughs) I thought you was going to wait for me to get all excited and be like, Gomez. Because that's some shit you would do. I have. First of all, I would never go out of my way. A Selena Gomez would have to to go something like Selena Gomez or opened a portal to hell or okay. a new dimension. Cool, cool, cool. Um, uh, the new dimension is welcoming escapees from the Trump administration. Oh my God. Like it would have to be some sort of like oh my God life altering headline for me to mention fucking Selena Go. Like I have nothing to say about her. <laughs> okay, gotcha. in my life. Um, yeah, no, they're making a show on Netflix. Um, and the internet seems to be feeling sort of how I feel. And I'm not even like a diehard Selena fan, mm-hmm. but it's like, oh, this is, this is exciting. Don't play with us. 
Yeah, are the right people involved? I do not want you, but I do not want a bunch of white people writing this show. Oh, a- a- impossible! I don't please, think Netflix is that. Please dumb. have Mexican writers, Mexican directors, Mexican everything <laughs> involved with this show. Like, have people who know the Mexican culture and know Selena like the back of their damn hand doing this. Please do not have a bunch of dirty white boys in Williamsburg oh. working on this fucking show. I will scream. <laughs> Woo! Y'all better not fuck it up. Latina Twitter gonna be on your ass. Look, and rightfully the motherfuckers. <laughs> so, all just... of them. The white Latinas, the black Latinas. <laughs> I'm gonna look like that gift of New York after Buckwild got her clock. <laughs> <laughs> and she just yes. she just tried to guide her back over to where them girls are. I'm gonna look to all the Latinx people. There, there you go, do, girl. Go. Let me step out your way, sis. Do what you gotta I do. I feel sis. like you're ready to drag. That's right. <laughs> go ahead. Better not fuck with them. Um, that's just gonna wrap up Hot Tops, Chitty Chitty Bang Bottom. <laughs> um, we're gonna take a break and then we'll come back with more mess. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my <laughs> own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology, we're parting ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, we're back. It's time for some listener letters it is send your questions to ask the reader gmail.com we got a lot of women in the inbox of them um, responding to jebediah <laughs> of, with the seven inch penis mm. who said Poor they Jeb. could absolutely absolutely make that work I'm and trying please to tell you, pass along <laughs> like you're wilding like you jumped completely yes. i mean i get it yes <laughs> a lot she... of y'all sent me statistics on the average penis size and seven inches Hello? is more than big <laughs> like it's much bigger than the average let's yeah i think the average is between like five and five and a half 
So seven is not for no niggas. I'm just, what, no, I believe that that is. I really doubt that it is much different. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We did also get a couple of letters from size queens such as yourself. I am nobody's fucking size queen. First of all, you get your black ass acting order. (laughs) Secondly, you the one over here talking about black guess not. Five five and five and a half. I just can't believe that's average. But no, I think that you're like scientifically right. Yeah. Because every time I've I've been reminded of the average, um, Size, it's always something like that that I'm like, that can't be right. Mm-hmm. But yes, I know that seven is like just about average for like many yes. niggas. Like, sure, it's a whole lot of, you know, descendants out here walking around <laughs> right. with, you know, monsters. But <laughs> just because you, you oh, happened man. along this one woman who didn't mind going for the juggler, the juggler, and I would like to reiterate that she's my hero. Like, no shade, no shade. See? So sorry, Jebediah. No, like, I understand what you want to do, but that was that. so great. That was what I just, my admiration. It just knows no end. But, but. yeah, you getting ready to count black women all out all yeah, together because homegirl tried your dick size. Like, you need to calm down. Huh, amen. Also had a lot of letters from people who work for the post office who were like, mm-hmm. not our fault. I saw that too. <laughs> the, that we get the day off anytime a president dies. And I was yep. like, okay, literally did not know that. <laughs> but <laughs> I saw a couple of people like, I don't give a fuck what you're talking about or what you had in the mail, honey. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't go to work today and, and so, I love it so much. Kiss my ass. <laughs> And then a couple of y'all are in here like, look, I was just as mad as you are because I went back the next day and it was a mountain of fucking mail I had to go through. So I saw a couple of people said that they did have to go to work anyway. Well, I saw some people like one person emailed and said that it was like voluntary. Like you got the day off, but you could come in if you wanted to and work time and a half. Uh, But I don't know. Maybe some of y'all, they were like. Sorry, you're not included. I you saw a girl to. who was like, I had to go to work anyway. And I was like, why the fuck am I working and nobody even getting Woo. a goddamn back? Oh, so the like, devil is you. a lie. And anyway, uh, they could have played that uh, Avengers trailer during the Dead Man's Funeral <laughs> any motherfucking way. Because honestly, <laughs> it should have been called a teaser. Like, they didn't really show shit. Why you like this? We saw Rob Downey Jr. looking sad in space. We saw Captain America looking sad, I'm assuming, on Earth. Scarlett Johansson looking like Scarlett Johansson. And uh, Thanos Scarecrow. A Scarecrow. Don't. I don't. I, I barely remember the movie that I saw. We saw some white people looking real uh, nervous. Okay. And then we found out the name of the movie, which we already knew. So okay. that dead man could have absolutely yeah, y'all could have played been that. buried alongside that shit yeah. that I saw on Friday whenever it came oh out. Oh, my God. Did you see Bob Dole? Somebody had to help Bob Dole get up out of his seat to, like, salute H.W. <laughs> Bush's casket. I was like, nigga, Bob Dole is still <laughs> no, alive? No, Holy God. God damn. Woo, white men live forever, oh, man. Right. Tell you the racism. That racism, that, yeah. That just fortifies your yeah. bones. All right. Anyway, first question this week comes from Kima, who says, I own a hair salon and I gross a little over 100000 and I have been single for five years. Kima, of course you own a hair salon. <laughs> Work. Yeah, I love it. Um, I'm turning 30 in a few months and I recently reconnected with my high school sweetheart. Oh, Everything boy. is perfect, except he's broke. He has a steady job. (laughs) He has a steady job, but he only makes about thirty six thousand after taxes. My question is this: How do I make this work? Have you guys had to deal with (laughs) choosing? Have you guys had to deal with choosing between success and love? Would you just? (laughs) 
Would you just accept the fact that you'll be making significantly more than your partner? I do love this man, but I'm going to be all the way real. A bitch wants to get married, travel the world, travel the world, etc. Should I just suck it up and be prepared to pay? This fragile male ego is some bullshit. He's great about it now, but I don't want him to be moping around and shit when I start to really shop <laughs> and etc. Yeah. Please help. Dating is trash in 2018 and I want to keep this one. Love y'all, Kima. P.S. The dick is very nice. Of Not course. bomb, but nice. I'm so mad that this bitch... <laughs> Specimen. It's like, let me j- for clarity. Like, he fucks. it's nice. He fucks, but he don't fuck. Though. Like, I'm not crazy over it. It's good, yes. but it's not affecting my decision. I'm not out of my mind. I get it. I feel you. I understand where you're where you're coming from. Okay. Well, I mean, you know what? There is a significant difference in life at a hundred thousand dollars a year versus thirty six. Mm-hmm. So that's true. I can understand your hesitation. I just. I don't know that you're necessarily choosing between success and love. Right. Like, I don't think being with him means that you're choosing love over being successful. <laughs> right. <laughs> because, you know, it's going to be probably difficult for you to find a man who really supports your dreams and wants to see you grow to your fullest potential just because so many of them don't want to feel outshined by their wives or their partners. Yeah, I think it's going it, to it, it is probably going to be difficult to find um a guy who is already dating you doing way better than him and is going to like continue to push that energy, but it's not nearly impossible to find that. You just got to like, we're talking about your, your like internal struggle of how you feel like his financial situation is going to affect your future with him, which I feel like is like, if you want to break up with that nigga because he ain't got the amount of money that you want him to have or think that he should have, that's your business. Like I said, do it if you fucking want to. But I don't really feel like it's necessary unless he is making you feel uncomfortable about yeah. it or y'all literally can't do shit together because of it. You yeah. know, like if you are going out to the cheesecake and literally all he can afford every time y'all go is the chocolate bread. Okay, but the bread is free. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. See, you can have thirty. Depending on where y'all live, if that's a problem for you too, to be right. honest with you, because I could fall, look that bread fill you up. <laughs> be honest with you. No, <laughs> you're not taking me to cheesecake so we can just eat the free things we and then sip so on a glass of water. There's so many options. <laughs> No, we're not doing I'm saying that. if that's an issue for you, because personally, I don't even care. I like to be at the fucking house. I'm so good with a Postmates moment. I'm so good with a with a microwavable Same. moment. Oh, yeah. Like, cable, it's paid for. Like, I really don't need much besides, like, a lot of the more emotional stuff, the encouragement and stuff like mm-hmm. that is that, that you're talking about. And also, like, the understanding of... Uh, the fact that I am really focused on my work right. and that does take a lot of time and energy for me, that doesn't mean that it would have to affect uh, the time and energy that I give back to you. You just got to understand that mama's on a mission and you gotta <laughs> got to be ready. to do. Right. You got to be yeah. some fuel for that. So I would, I would hang in there until he starts to try to slow you down. Right. If you walking around like homegirl on Crazy Rich Asians, hiding your Chanel bags and shit in the house. <laughs> Because you don't want that nigga to see you. Nigga, I'm wealthy. Then it's like, (laughs) all right, Right. we have to have an issue here. But if he just doesn't have as much money as you feel like you have or he should have or whatever, I just, I don't. Yeah. I mean, but also, like, I'm going to just also be really real with you and say that I 
I would be with him, but I would not tie myself to him legally, would not marry him, probably would not have a baby with him. But that's but that's just because when you met, especially marriage, when you marry somebody, they debts are your debts. Isn't that what prenups and stuff are for? Well, see, and then you and then that's a whole nother very touchy conversation. Oh, but it's we touching it. I mean, (laughs) I don't give. We're touching it. I'm all about signing contracts with these niggas. All about it. Like I love, you know, legal documents that spell out what we will and won't do. I think that's a great idea. But a lot of people get very uncomfortable and feel very touchy about the subject because they feel like love is supposed to be love. And yeah, if we can't have a conversation about it, then yeah, sure, I'm definitely not marrying you. Yeah, like that's then yes. But like I wouldn't have a problem with. Uh, marrying somebody in a situation like that or whatever. But yeah, I'm going to make sure that if we're entering a legally binding uh, contract, much like all of the other contracts that I enter, I'm perusing every square inch of that bitch till I'm super comfortable. More than comfortable. Past comfortable. Um, But then again... That's all up to you, sis. I'm saying what I'm saying is uh, I don't feel like you need to leave your broke nigga if that's not, you know. No, I mean, because you're kind of assuming he won't be able to handle it without giving him the chance yeah. to not be able to handle right. it. Right. <laughs> like, at least let him fuck up before, yeah. you, before you turn him a loose He girl. seems just fine at the moment. Yeah. So just wait for him to fuck up. But yeah, I, I understand some of this. Like, why not just do like Oprah? You don't see Oprah marrying Stebbins broke ass. Stebbins might not be broke. I don't know what that man does. Stemmon but compared to Oprah, he is. Compared to Oprah, he's dead fucking broke. Stebbins can pick one flower in that goddamn yard and he's rich for life. I'm just saying. Like, I don't I don't see the need to to join our lives legally if there's a huge discrepancy. We know how you feel about love and nice right. things. And you know what? You really got to convince me to love your ass anyway. Period. I mean, so, from the start. You take all my advice about love with a big ass grain of salt because I could take a lead. That's kind of true. So, I mean, watch where you asking for advice over here. <laughs> you asking some niggas who don't really care yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, keep that shit in mind. All right, our next letter comes from Carlos, who says, I'm 27 years old, and after graduating college, I moved back home. I work in the D.C. metro area, and I am learning to well, live life. Good luck with that metro situation. <laughs> yes. Keep getting around. God. Handle money, dating, etc. through my 20s. The week of Thanksgiving, I was cleaning and going through the mail to see if I had any speeding tickets, which would be in my father's name, because I drive a family car that I do not own, which I am constantly reminded. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about <laughs> Sounds right. Sounds black. Mm-hmm. I opened the letter because it's from the local county government, and it was not a speeding ticket. It was a notice of child support due for my father. Now, my heart dropped because I am the youngest child of three and I always have been and I am 22. I assumed it was a, <laughs> I assumed it was a mail scam. So I called the number listed on the letter and oh, I know my boy. parents social security numbers. So I was easily able to talk my oh. way through verifying the document. Oh, this sucks. My parents are not happily married. They have been separated, but not divorced for quite some time. And my father has a daughter who is my eldest sibling. Because I was able to count at a young age, I remember asking how long my parents have been married and how old my sister is and piecing together that she was born out of an affair. A couple of days later, a couple of days after he opened this letter, I was washing dishes and my dad asked if I opened mail of his by accident and I said yes. He said, oh, and we haven't spoken about it since. My immediate family is not that close since my being that my parents talk amicably and my siblings and I exchange pleasantries. Otherwise, we pretty much mind our business. We go through the motions and talk business like cars, cleaning, and bills. 
I don't know what to do. Do I ask my father what this letter was about? There is no sanctity to their marriage, so I can't imagine my mother being too upset, and I don't know if they both see other people. However, I do remember admitting to my therapist that I'm terrified of shaking the boat in my family because I feel like um, our family our family dynamic is built on sticks. My parents are together simply for the kids and who needed a dual income for school, so I'm cautious about applying pressure, but I know it's not healthy to carry this around. Love the show, and you too, yours in blackness, Carlos. Yeah, I don't know. That's rough. I don't know. I would be in such a rush to snitch on my daddy. <laughs> Ooh, I would tell my mama so fast. <laughs> I don't know. Although your mama's probably like, I've already gone down this road with your sorry-ass daddy. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that you even have an, an elder sister that you know about who was born out of an affair is blowing my mind. Because mm. I feel like had that been the case, I wouldn't have never met that girl. <laughs> Not my mama. So, yeah, I guess it helps that they are separated. So she probably... yeah had no expectation of him not sleeping with somebody else. But the real question is like, why is he acting ashamed about it? Why hasn't he told y'all that a baby is here? Why is he it might hiding? not be ashamed. It just seems like he just doesn't want to deal with the, with the reaction or consequences of that. I mean, but you have to. I mean, like, yes, but when does that ever stop a nigga from not telling the truth or being honest about something? <laughs> like, what? But that just, I mean, we have to start making these niggas be accountable for their shit. Like, sir. I don't think that you do, specifically. Well, no, because you are the child in this situation. Yeah. But if you, so, but you are the child, but you are not a child. True. And so you are sitting on some information that makes you uncomfortable. You feel like you're carrying a burden. So I feel like you need to confront your daddy about it. To get it, if for no, if for no other reason than for your own peace of mind, then just say, you know what? Speaking of that letter that you asked me, if that whether I opened it, I sure did, and I would love to know who is this little nigga that you have sired. You know, can, can we know the age of this person? <laughs> their their name? Where do they live? Can we meet like this sibling of ours? Mm. Like, it just seems like I would not be able to carry that along either so I would definitely recommend saying something to your daddy but I sure would tell my mama maybe it's different with girls but I maybe. child you would not have been able to stop me from coming to real fast boy. oh no I'm a huge boy. mama's boy so to be honest with you I, I, I can't even answer this question I genuinely don't know what I would do I don't because I can't say that I would confront my father I feel like I probably I, I'm happy to hear that you pointed out uh, uh, that you have a therapist because I know that's what I'm like <laughs> have to take that straight to her first thing i'm doing <laughs> is contacting my therapist giving a full and detailed rundown and i'm asking for like help because yeah, help me i really don't know that's so complicated because you are the child you're sort of um uh relying on on your parents for some things at the moment uh and it's also none of your damn business right. like it is but it's not I mean... But it is, but it isn't. It... I mean, it kind of is. It kind of is only because you have a possible sibling in the mix. Right. But the creation of that sibling, and the responsibility an, of that sibling has nothing, nothing to, do to do with, with you. you. Right. So it's not easy to just be like, oh, well, you have full right to be like, nigga, where the fuck was your dick at? Like, you don't... I mean... I really don't know. I don't know what I would do in this situation. I can't tell you besides have a very deep talk. 
with my therapist on how to move forward because I don't know. I know that like you're saying, it would be incredibly difficult for me to just sit on that and, and be like, okay, well, yeah, I, I'm no, not going to say anything. I have to say something. I know I have to say something at some point to someone besides my therapist. Right. I just can't say how or who that would be. I, I, I really don't know. Yeah. I don't. But of course, what I can say is that, yeah, if your father has some uh, brand new nigga out here. Right. That, you know, just a whole nother baby. He's legally required to take care of. Right. I know. just feel like that is something that should be brought up with everybody. I else. feel like that's a conversation that he should probably, you know, have come out of his mouth Niggas. to all of y'all. How you have a whole nother so. baby and don't tell your damn family? How do you do that? There's a whole nother life you brought into this world. Like, what? You hoping some mail came for me? I did. Oh, all right. <laughs> That's so, so now so you know nigga. that I know. That's so nigga. Like, so you know that I know, right? Right. But you still don't want to. you just left it right there? You didn't feel oh, okay, like saying, cool. oh, okay, well, let me talk to you about that document. Like, you just gonna look your son in the face and be like, what's up? I mean, to be really honest with you, mm-hmm. I do think that that gives you sort of an end to what you're saying. Because he's already acknowledged that you opened this letter. The nigga knows what letter it was that you right. opened. So at this point, he, he has knows. to either know for sure that you know, or he has to have been thinking, oh, I'm like, he must, like, it's in his mind. Right. So that's already some of the work. So I mean, it wouldn't be, I don't think it would be like crazy. He's probably already expecting that you either are going to say something to him or that you done told your mama or something. So yep. it probably wouldn't be as crazy and random of a reaction that you're going to get out of him if you were to confront him about it but again I can't Ooh. say that that's what I would do in this situation because I have no fucking clue what I would do besides pull out my fucking eyelashes <laughs> yeah I mean good luck I hope you figure out what works best for you like you know your family dynamic mm. a lot better than we do and you mm-hmm. already said that things are shaky between y'all probably because everybody knows mm. that everybody else is carrying around these massive ass secrets yep. <laughs> and nobody talks about mm-hmm. them like I'm willing to bet that you figured out that your sister was the product of an, of an affair and nobody ever really talked about it in your family like or even realize that you figured the shit out like I bet they just completely just no no conversation at all about this very real situation and I feel like a lot of black parents especially are like well I mean I can't speak to parents of other races but the black elders that I know are very much you know some you find out information on an absolute no basis. 1000%. <laughs> and you wasn't around for all this. All this happened before you was even thought of. Oh, yes. So it ain't no reason to talk to you about that. But see, that's not very healthy. Because yeah, no. it's like, you know, you know what's going on. Kids aren't dumb. So good luck to you. That is a tough one. Our last letter comes from, uh, mm, I need a name for a girl. Uh, Sharika. Sharika. Sharika said, I've been dating a special guy for three months. We are serious and working towards marriage. I'm 30. Wait. Yep. Three months. I'm 33 and he is 34. I really want to get married. Yeah, girl. We can tell. Mm. But I'm not desperate and I refuse to settle. So meeting him, I was really guarded and not expecting much. However, we instantly had great chemistry. He gets everything about me. Does he? I mean, it's been three months. There's so much more to get. Every day I fall more and more for him. From the start, I admired how honest and upfront he was. So it was very disheartening when I discovered he has been incarcerated three times. The last time was in 2014. Yeah, no, it's not funny. The first time he was incarcerated was when he was 17, right before he was going to leave for college. He was put in jail for beating a guy up with a group of friends and stealing his gun. 
He admitted to doing it right before his first semester. After that, his next offenses were due to failing to comply with probation. He was last released in 2014, and now he has a full-time job, his own home, his own car, and has a goal of owning his own trucking company. He is a driver currently. I'm very proud of him. Good for you. We've had serious conversations on how he plans to stay on the path he's on now, and I truly believe we were put in each other's lives for a reason. But what? The problem is, I don't know how to tell my parents he has been incarcerated for a total of six years. No. Yeah, that's going to be right. It does bother me, but I'm working on trusting him and gaining confidence in the man he is today. I've had the conversations I've needed to with him, and I know I can be honest and tell him how I feel. I just worry too much about what others think, especially what my parents will think. (laughs) My boyfriend is an open book and has expressed multiple times that he is okay with explaining anything they want to know. I just want their support, and I don't want any negative feedback. Any advice on how I could go about this? (laughs) Niggas a hell on ice. What do you... You guys, think about my situation. Sharika. Sharika. (laughs) Sistrin. It sounds like you would like for your cake to be made with extra frosting and a raspberry on top, and you want to eat that whole bitch as well. (laughs) Um, As many of us do when we're giving cake. But Um, just not good for you. So here's the thing. I have no judgment, not a care in my solar body uh, for you dating this uh, ex-con or whatever. You know, it sounds like he is doing well for himself and y'all happy together and all of those things. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about marriage for after three months, but that's your own bridge that you're going to cross sooner and later. Sooner. <laughs> sooner or sooner, to be honest. Um, but... Here's the thing about your parents knowing this nigga been locked up. Um, they're going to find out mm-hmm. one way or the next. Uh, it's best for you to just come right on out with it. If you expect for them to just be like, assuming you are also, uh, you're, you're black again, um, or really anybody, because I just, I can't think of what race has parents, uh, unless your parents have also done time, that, you know, they, you, their daughter brings home a nigga who went to jail for anything. Right. And they're like, oh, right. cool. Yeah, no, no, no judgment here. So I imagine that, yeah, your parents are going to have not so great feelings about that. Hopefully how they express that and when they express that um, uh, goes well for everybody. But at the end of the day, like, it sounds like you're old enough and grown enough to date whoever the fuck you want to. So worst case scenario in this situation would be that they just don't like that nigga. And you would be welcome along uh, along many couples out here who uh, one or both of the people in the relationship have parents that don't like right. the person their child is dating. Um, so you've got lots of people to ask for advice. <laughs> Uh, on how they're dealing with that and Girl. shit like that too but at the same time your parents might surprise you your parents might be like oh what'd you get locked up for and are you doing well for yourself now well well, that's all that matters and you're gonna treat my girl right like who knows probably not but mm. parents shock kids sometimes you never know but yes as I said again uh, if your parents don't like that nigga and they tell you that uh, they don't like that nigga then you in turn can be like I've received this I'm going to go talk to my nigga now. Right. And then go continue to date your nigga that you're not going to marry because y'all only been together for three months. So. <clears throat> well, maybe you'll marry him. Right. Just, it's so dumb to be thinking about right. it right now. So, first and foremost, I, I have another I'm glad that you're, no, 
They have as many as you want. These are really good. Yeah, they are. The Whole Foods, they're in the bulk container. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. These did feel good. I never go over there, but I did that one time, and I was like, bitch, garlic and herb cashews? Don't mind if I this fucking so, do. No, yeah, they're so good. So, yeah. I mean, date him all you want to. It's been three months. I understand yeah. you may be excited about him, but working towards marriage? No, girl. Whoa. Let's just work towards knowing each other. <laughs> yeah. Let's just work towards that. So mm. just, I kind of want you to internally pump the brakes a little bit on your expectations for this relationship. Let's work to our first New Year's together. You said that he's 34 years old. The first time he was incarcerated was when he was 17. He last got out in 2014, which was four years ago, meaning between the ages of 17 and 30, he was in and out of jail. Mm. for a total of six years. That is not an insignificant period of time. No. So, (laughs) where I'm going with this is that the man has spent four years getting his life together and the things that you've said about him sound really good. However, I would just need, knowing this, knowing that he was in and out of trouble, you know, throughout his late teens and all of his 20s, Yeah, I would just give my parents some grace yeah. If I if they have negative feedback about this, because you are one hundred. It would be different <laughs> if he went to jail for a couple of weeks when he was seventeen over something stupid, got out, and never went back. But <laughs> this man spent thirteen years playing with the justice system. Yeah. Like, no, thank you, girl. So if, when you say that to your parents, because of course they're gonna ask for specifics about this. Yeah, you go gonna have to go looking up like. I would just take all this information and be like, okay, so this means that if they are a little bit eh about this, I'm just going to kind of have to let them have that. Like, yeah, I'm still grown and I can make my own decisions, but I feel like any parent would be concerned about their child. I mean, and what you said he did, beating somebody up and I guess the group stole the nigga's gun or whatever. I don't really, especially for 17-year-olds, I do not really consider that very serious. It's more, to me, it's more of an issue that he kept going back. Yeah. Like, (laughs) the fact that he kept going back to jail and is only just now at, you know, the age of 34 getting his life to where he wants it. I mean, that's fine. Shit happens, I guess, but... I would it's just, just kind of ludicrous to expect yeah. your family to be like, cool. Girl. Oh, yeah, great. Uh, <laughs> I just want, you know, nothing but your support. Just all I want is your support. No and you can't negative say anything feedback. Bad. <laughs> like, you, have to, you have to come over here in reality, girl. Right. Because <laughs> I'm thinking about telling my, my mama this. <laughs> and she is definitely going to be like, okay, so was there, were you, what happened to just being happy single? Were you not? Right. I don't, <laughs> but, I don't understand why we're doing this. And it would take time. He's going to have to get to know them. He's going to have to be around for a while. He's going to have to stay out of jail. He's going to have to (laughs) prove himself because, you know, four years is a good amount of time to not go back. But, you know, we just want to keep that streak going. You know, we just want we don't want our baby to end up caught up in some shit because she fell in love with a nigga who wasn't ready to grow up. I mean, so, it just sounds super fair to me. Yeah, I just think you should kind of back off a little bit on on the whole I refuse to hear anything negative. Like, <laughs> like, especially girl. initially. Let them get to know him. Right. And y'all have only been together for three months. So they're like, girl, you can't really tell us nothing about this nigga either. Right. So... <laughs> Where are you? Like, what do you... You just... You know what? I say this. One year from today, if you still feel the exact same way and his family... And your family has fallen in love with him because he's so great and all this, then I say you can start thinking about working towards marriage. But, you know, give y'all some time. Go through every season with this nigga. 
to see if this is really where you want to be and if this because you know niggas have a way of making shit look real good in them first few weeks and months they really do i would just like (laughs) to stand up in what you just said (laughs) they really do niggas have a way of sweeping you off your feet and making you feel like everything is about to be you know just straight out of the disney movie girl and it Bitch, you're going to get to month five, six or something and be like, I can't even believe I was worried about what the fuck my parents are going to think about those raggedy, stupid, dumb ass. Like, yeah, yeah. And really, somebody I've been with for three months is not meeting my family at the holidays. Sorry, especially not my judgmental ass family. You do not want to go meet all them loud ass niggas who are rude to your face. That's something that you do when you're like Tahani and you have an older sister who is our brother who is perfect and they always have someone like their perfect spouse with them Mm -hmm. and you're the runs and you want to be like, oh, guys, look at me in my boo for the holiday. Like that's something that you do if you're in like a Zoe Deschanel movie. Yeah. Good luck, sis. I feel like you you want to tell yourself that you're not desperate or refuse to settle, but three months in planning marriage doesn't it it doesn't necessarily say desperate, but it doesn't not say it. I'm just so I'm just there with you. Yeah. All right. Well, at least take your ass down to Brooks Brothers and buy the nigga a button down and make sure that you iron it before you can take. I really do wish y'all the best, and I totally believe that people can get out of jail and live regular law-abiding lives and I really hope that for him and you but just give it time girl because you never know it's he so don't even early. have to go back to jail he could just fuck up by being right. a nigga he could just be he's still a man right, right. I'm not even thinking, I'm so just thinking about him sucking because he's a nigga <laughs> and it's been three months you go well never mind I don't want to speak evil over your relationship I was right. about to say something terrible but you never know niggas could be getting head in the truck never know so anyway, good luck to you. Wrap up? It does. Okay. Good luck to you and yours. If you have a question, send it to asktheread at gmail.com and we will be right back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code space eight zero go get some help talk some stuff out let's get back to the show okay so it's time for the read it is i mean mine is short and sweet this week all right go ahead there is a video on the internet of course (laughs) Mm -hmm. um featuring well featuring you've probably seen it but it's a bunch of police officers they are in Brooklyn at a um, one of those. Oh, God. How do you? What is it? 
I'm trying to think of the proper word for it, but basically the place where you go to get daycare vouchers and shit. Oh, I don't know what you call that. <laughs> it's like social services. Okay. One of those um, buildings. And so inside social services, which I have been in before, like not judging oh, anybody. same. When I was <laughs> like, briefly homeless, had to go down there and get my shit. Like, let's just be free. I mean, no, it's fine. Yeah. And definitely tried to get on food stamps and they definitely told me no. Oh, the same. Like, <laughs> I was like, nigga, I literally have no income. I don't, and they were like, so we hungry. don't care. <laughs> I was like, I eat one slice of pizza every day. <laughs> Why can't I have money for food? And the state was like, you got us fucked up. No. So, anyway, um, down here, in the Human Resources Administration building where she was trying to get um, child care benefits reinstated for her child. The daycare told her that her vouchers weren't valid anymore. They weren't paying for it. The state wasn't paying for daycare. So she had to go there to get the daycare vouchers back. But then she also had to bring the son because the daycare is not taking him because somebody's not paying for him to be there. Correct. <clears throat> So, Jasmine and her one-year-old son, Damon, were in the building. Uh, there was no seating available, so she sat on the floor. This is evidently against the rules. <clears throat> and when a security guard... Now, to provide some context, she had been waiting for four hours oh. with a one-year-old person. You know what? That sounds right. I'm not going to wait four minutes with a one-year-old and and standing at the same time. Mm. If there are no seats... I, I mean, I'm fine with with DHS having a no sitting on the floor policy as long as there is ample seating for everyone in the building like, four hours on your feet is not a game you got me fucked up it's just not so Jasmine decided baby. to sit down right with a one year old who certainly was not just chilling the whole time yeah you definitely got the baby <laughs> fucked up like, if anybody I'm sure after four hours the baby was like bitch <laughs> I don't get, look, rules? You have Please. pushed me to the very limits of what I can handle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just asking for too much. But anyway, they were on the floor. Security asked her to get up. She's like, really, nigga? I'm tired. I have my baby with me. There's nowhere to fucking sit. The fact that in four hours there was still nowhere to sit is just like, what is happening? Like, y'all should be focused on the fact that what you have going on here is not at all like an efficient use of time or money. Space. <laughs> because, right. And I have been in the, in these waiting rooms before, so I know what she's talking That's about. That's why I said it sounds I'm about like, right. Yeah. Exa yes, exactly that. So... Of course, the security guards there decided to go on a power trip when she was like, really, I'm not getting up. Like, I'm fucking tired. Called the police. Because, yeah. Called the police. And I will uh, mention here that these are not white folks doing this. These are black and brown people working to serve black and brown people, mm. calling the police on black and brown people. So, of course, when NYPD showed up, nobody gave a damn about doing anything that made sense. Yeah. Decorum and common sense flew right out of the window. Mm -hmm. And what we saw on tape was several police officers surrounding this woman and her baby. And they are grabbing this child, like literally yanking him from his mother's arms. And she is screaming like they are trying to take my son. They're hurting him. People around are like filming and talking about how fucked up this is and saying, and, you know, that ain't right. This is, And one of them is like, you know, uh, one of the cops is like, you bitches need to back up before I pull out the pepper spray. Like, don't make me do it. Do not make me tase you hoes. I don't want to have to. And it's just like, so y'all really decided that the best way to handle a woman sitting on the floor with a one-year-old was to surround her. 
like the fucking SWAT team and yank her baby. That was actually the part that pissed me off more than anything else. Sad to say, I'm used to y'all abusing grown black folks and doing whatever the fuck you want with us. Mm. But a one-year-old child, the way they just didn't give a single fuck about how that baby must be so terrified because at one minute you sitting with your mama and the next year these fucking strangers trying to take you away. I just can't believe y'all did it. And NYPD, you know, really don't put much past you hoes at all. But the fact that y'all tried to justify it with, well, she was breaking the rules and she had a, a warrant out anyway. And so, you know, she needed to go to jail and blah, blah, blah. And all this. Oh, is that mix? Let I me get tell it now. you one fucking thing. I don't sense. give a damn if a white woman had committed a spree of murders across this country. If she was sitting on the fucking floor with her one-year-old baby, not a single damn one of y'all would have put your hands on her, much less her child. Y'all would have never, ever manhandled a white woman or her child the they way y'all did, Jasmine. A bulletproof vest on her ass. They would have got the baby some pink berry. I, right and a dumb dumb first of all y'all wouldn't have had a white woman standing for no damn four <laughs> hours if she sat on the as soon as a white woman got on the floor y'all would have been oh no miss Ann. oh no you can't be on the floor miss <laughs> hold on hold on I get you my chair miss it would have been a totally different situation than what y'all put that girl through snatching her from her baby like that and then taking her ass to Rikers do you know she was in Rikers for five days what five fucking days for this. I can't believe, I just saw that on New York Times and I'm like, wait, I can't, was that even five days ago? I'm like, how how could this be true? So she did have a warrant out. I don't see what it's, I think, yeah, some credit card fraud case in 2016. So I guess that had something to do with why she was still there for that long. Like it wasn't just this whole situation, but she was charged with resisting arrest, acting in a manner injurious to a child obstructing governmental administration and trespassing resisting arrest okay first of all wouldn't have been no reason to arrest her because wasn't no reason to arrest her this is stupid resisting yes people should be allowed to resist arrest when you're arresting them for no goddamn reason what do you mean who wouldn't fight back when all they wanted to do was sit the fuck down after waiting four hours for some assistance (laughs) who wouldn't do that if y'all would think like people and not like cogs in a machine it would have never gone to this point I'm gonna let you know I'm either sitting down or I'm leaving and it doesn't sound like leaving was a choice right leaving is not an option because you need the daycare voucher like y'all put her between a rock and a fucking hard place and then expected her to just go right along with y'all snatching her baby away and and putting handcuffs on her it doesn't fucking compute you're not treating her like a human being acting in a manner injurious injurious I don't know how to say that word but I know it means causing injury to a child I'm gonna go ahead step out on limb here and say that it was far more hurtful and devastating and traumatic for this baby for all these fucking police officers to snatch him away from his mother than anything she could have possibly done in that situation hell she was the one being patient with a damn one year old for four hours at DHS I would have lost my fucking mind what? A one-year-old? Oh, no. I'm sorry. Do you know how bad one-year-olds are? Yeah. 
<laughs> and they don't try to be, but they can move at that point. Like he can probably quickly. He can probably run quite usually. <laughs> Right. Very fast. Right. I really doubt he's just, you know, sitting calmly in a baby seat or, you know, being nursed all damn day. Not no. for no fucking four hours. He got shit to do. How he got emotions shit to do. Emotions a one year old goes through in no. one hour, Hell much no. less four. The fact that she dealt with that for as long as she did, you know, just so much better than me. Obstructing governmental administration. This was the third charge. <sighs> Obstructing governmental administration. Who. Who in this situation was actually providing quality service on behalf of the U.S. government? <laughs> Literally nobody. I don't see how she's obstructing administration when no administration was being done. The fact that she was sitting there for as long as she did lets me know that you niggas was just playing with everybody in that. Like, y'all was playing with everybody's time in that waiting room. Y'all didn't give one fuck because these people are poor and they had no other fucking options and you knew it. And that's the problem. Yes. People do this. They do this to poor people. They do it to black people because they know we don't have no other fucking choice. You right. really think that lady would have been sitting there for four hours with her one year old if she didn't fucking have to? She needs the fucking daycare voucher so she can go back to work so that she can get off the system that y'all call her lazy and stupid for using. It's like you really can't win for trying. And the fact that y'all I just I, I really don't understand how you got such a fucking hard on from the ability to to punish this woman for not obeying your commands that you really called the police on her and caused this whole fucking like dramatic ass situation and then trespassing once again I'm gonna point to the fact that she would not have been there if she did not have to be there like yeah. you really are putting people in a situation where they must do this or else the quality their quality of life will dramatically decrease and then punishing them for not reacting humanely when you don't treat them humanely y'all treated this girl like she was a fucking piece of meat like she was a damn animal and it's a fucking shame the charges against her were dismissed thankfully thank god somebody has some good sense i think it was the the brooklyn um who's this i don't know maybe the attorney general not attorney general whatever it's called that nigga was like no we dropping the charges this is abysmal and horrific and of course the police union somebody done sent in a letter talking about well I don't know what you want the cops to do in this situation because it's not like we wanted to be there and when you call the cops we have to do something and you can't just say do nothing bitch you mean to tell me all these grown ass people looked at this situation and nobody said the best thing to do here is not a goddamn thing. <laughs> all these police came in and y'all were so red. It's like the blood was rushing through you. You really wanted to do something sick and fuck up, fucked up and twisted today. And you just decided to snatch a baby from his mama like that instead of thinking, wow, this young woman is certainly tired as fuck. Why don't we just find her a goddamn chair or leave her alone? What harm is she causing sitting on the fucking floor? If anything, that's nasty for her because she's on this nasty ass floor. But it's not doing nothing to the rest of you. So just leave her the fuck alone. Y'all act like common sense can't be part of the job. And that's why we are just so fucking fed up. I just could not believe when I saw this video and then saw the people rushing to defend the way the cops treated this girl and all this it's like y'all just you know what you can literally keep it because you never would have done that to any you never would have done that to any white woman anywhere with her child you just simply she could have been strung out um crack cocaine meth everything else and you still wouldn't have done it so kiss my ass girl i'm glad she's out i hope her baby is not like 
severely fucked up from what happened. I hope she is not severely fucked up from what happened. And hell, I hope somebody got her damn daycare voucher turned back on so she can go the I mean, fuck to the work. Very fucking least. The reason she was there in the whole fucking place. Ugh, just trash. Well, girls. I'm done. God bless me in this moment, this journey I'm attempting to take. Are you good? Um, Kevin Hart is no longer... Oh, no. Really? ...going to host the Oscars after some uh, homophobic tweets that he sent out in the years of, like, 2011, 10, all kinds of years, because homophobia knows no bounds. Um, those resurfaced, including a tweet where he says, yo, if my son comes home and tries to play with my daughter's dollhouse, I'm going to break it over his head and say in my voice, stop, that's gay. Um, lots of uses of the word fag and other homophobic things, of course. Um, the Academy allegedly asked Kevin to apologize for the tweets uh, before hosting the show, he decided instead to step down from hosting it. Um, apparently, he didn't like being told what to do, or he didn't want to apologize, <sighs> even though he did apologize later, whatever. Mm-mm. So, I mean, if you've been paying attention to the show, if you listen to this show, at the very least, I would like to think that you were kind of under a basic understanding of where this whole thing has been going. So, let's give all over all of that because I have so many feelings, so many layers involving this particular situation. Where to begin? Um, first of all, I want to say that, okay, as far as Kevin and the, the the situation itself goes, I'd just like to remind a lot of y'all that Kevin Hart will be fine. He wasn't sent to death. Um, <laughs> Kevin Hart was not, like, you know, maimed or mangled or castrated in the process of this whole thing. In fact, um, he wasn't even fired. He made the decision to not host this award show. You know, Um, the Academy, whoever is producing the Oscars, did not call Kevin and say, because you said fag in 2010, you can't come. He was reportedly asked to apologize. He chose not to do it. Like now, first of all, I want to remind y'all, like from my perspective, I could totally see the producers of this fucking event going, coming to Kevin and being like, look, I don't know if if you've been checking the temperature of the Oscars of the past couple of years, honey, but it has been great for us. Just a couple of years ago, we had Jada and the blacks saying that they weren't coming, you know, (laughs) Harvey Weinstein raped half the goddamn planet last year. The ladies weren't coming like this year, the gay, we just would really like to have an event where everybody just come and they wear what they want to wear. And we don't have to have a, a color for the night or hashtag for the night could you just clear this shit up so we don't have to have this conversation in the future we just want to just give away some awards that's it let me fuck that Kevin didn't want to do that so cool that was his decision that's what he wanted to do you know what I'm saying like Mm. them niggas are like Pose just came out girl like we don't we're not doing it we don't have time for this could you just apologize he didn't want to do that so Cool. He made his decision. Here we are. We're moving forward with it. Now, I would like to say personally, as far as his homophobic tweets go, I don't care. Um, I've said before that I think like the whole old tweet, look at what you said eight, nine, ten years ago thing is uh, sort of stupid. I would, though, like to play point out, though. That Kevin Hart is uh, is damn near 40. So unlike pulling out Cardi B's old tweets or SZA's old tweets or even Young Miami's dumbass and her old tweets, <laughs> like, Kevin Hart in 2010 was 31. Which is grown. 
you know, um, Cardi Wait, B. Really? Into- oh my God. <gasps> That was 2010 was eight years ago. It was, honey. Oh, my God. Here we <laughs> okay, are. Okay, sorry. Continue. Here we are. Oh, my God. I wasn't ready. Okay. 2010, Cardi B was, what, like 19, 18 years old? Yeah. So, you know, and right. she's not too bright today. So, but that's neither here nor there. Don't do that. I, much like I've said before, you know, I'm not... I'm old enough and I've been gay long enough to just kind of understand homophobia uh, as as what it is. It's not shocking to me that somebody um, as niggardly as a Kevin Hart feels the way uh, that he does and has expressed um, himself about homophobia or the LGBTQ community in the way that he does. Like Young Miami, I'm not about to campaign against you or them fucking Oscars over that shit. I'm just not going to support you. And I was already over your antics because of the Cowboys and Indians party that you had. And not even that, the response to it because like as i said about the party when we talked about it i saw it in pictures and i was like this one a great idea but <laughs> i didn't think he was going to basically come back and say y'all can suck my dick about it so i already wasn't in a, a great place feeling that way and i've never enjoyed kevin hart as the host of anything you know what i'm saying like anything i, I wouldn't know. want him to see him host the uh, grand opening of a new footlocker i want to see kevin hart host anything i've said that already so this to me just felt like a win-win you know like <laughs> Came for the gays, came for the natives, didn't want to apologize for nothing, thought you were too good. Now, I don't even have to watch you on this award show that I wanted to watch anyway, because as a new member of the Writers Guild of America, you know, they've been sending me all kinds of like little DVDs and free, I've been getting scripts for the films and things. I was like, Link, you know, they they, they want me to consider the girls now. Oh my goodness. Mm, So I said, well, you know, I would actually like to watch the Academy Awards and like have an opinion. If Lady Gaga is going to take away an award. (laughs) Yeah. So now that I don't have to watch Kevin Hart, you know, (laughs) he yuck through that whole ass goddamn (laughs) ceremony. (laughs) Like, fine for me. Now, down to like the meat of situation. Is Kevin Hart homophobic? Like, do do those tweets make him homophobic? Once again, I would just like to start by saying that I personally don't give a shit. And I don't know. Um, Mm, I would guess yes. I would guess (laughs) um, that it's not looking great. I know lots of his friends and fans would like for us to feel differently. Although he literally said on the same ass stand-up thing that one of his biggest fears is that his son would be gay. Yep, Gay fears, homophobia, (laughs) words. You know, that's how it is. Tori Hart's black ass is up on you. Oh my god, Hart! I couldn't believe that shit. Went into hair and makeup, my nigga. Did she? Did she go into hair and makeup? Barely went into hair and makeup. (laughs) There you go. To go on Inside Edition Woo! and shed tears. That was so ugly. Over this nigga not hosting the fucking award show. My kids. <laughs> that was so ugly. So you're wor- you're crying over your kids seeing a daddy not being able to host or choosing not to host the Oscars right. again. But like the whole part about him joking about bussing them over the head with dollhouses. That was nothing. Oh, because that was a joke. Okay, great. Um. Mm-mm. Here's the thing. I think that, like, the whole Caucasian idea of I would not actually act out these different forms of violence against these people, so I'm not this thing. That's so dumb. It's just like, 
just because you would not actually beat your son for being gay, if we're even to believe you. Right. For saying that. Does not mean, right. I don't. Right. <laughs> does not mean that you are not perpetuating that same bullshit happening yep. constantly. Yep. You think that just because you would not actually bust a dollhouse over your fucking baby's head, that plenty of the people who are laughing at you saying it would not do it or have not done things I like mean, that? Allegedly, you wouldn't. You think that there aren't little gay kids that are getting their ass beat? every fucking day right now for being gay but it's a joke cool so Tori Hart you can shut up everybody who feels that way y'all can also shut up like you don't get to claim to be tolerant or cool with gay people black people dark skinned women women in general Asian people like you don't get to do any of that because you just you know don't go on a killing spree you know like that's we're not applauding that sorry girl so in a nutshell Kevin Hart and his homophobia and him dealing with the consequences of his homophobia by no longer hosting this uh, award show. Fine as wine in my book. Couldn't care less. That man will be fine. He's a working engine. Like, Kevin Hart is is a train of jobs. Yeah. Okay? Not only does he have many offered to him constantly, he creates many for himself and for others. So, Kevin Hart, people talking about, well, Tori had to go on Inside Edition to protect the bag. Ha, 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 ha. Like, that no, fucking Oscars... Che- like, listen. Listen. Tori went on Hendrix- Inside Edition because Inside Edition asked. And Tori was like, what, somebody's asking? Furthermore, I wouldn't be surprised if Tori or whoever works with or alongside Tori sent out some emails like, would anybody like to yep. hear my opinion? Would not be surprised I'd, at all. I like, would not. Like, no. I don't think that somebody at Inside was like, let's hit up Tori. They probably hit up Kevin and Aniko <laughs> and got a dial tone and was like, well, who else? Tori still got the last name Hart. Let's ask her for her opinion. Right. Girl, go back in the house. Yeah, gross. <laughs> Kevin Hart will be just fine. I don't know why y'all acting like this. Actually, I do. Anyways. Yeah. Let's get back into, because I feel like what was more like, what affected me more from this situation really had less to do with Kevin and his, uh, his tweets or his reaction to any of it or whatever. Like he did pretty much the same thing that he has done for a lot of his career in these situations, which is start by saying, I'm not going to do it. I don't have to apologize for these things. Y'all are just being negative, laugh, find something to be positive about. And then did go on to say whatever about, I, right. I, I want to bring people together. My whole mission is to bring people together. And I'm sorry if I've hurt anybody, whatever, whatever, which is like, you could have done that in the Rolling Stone interview. You could have done that when at the Academy Awards asked you to do it, but yeah. you wanted to do what you wanted to do. Cool. You did it. You're going to be fine or rich regardless. And Kenzo is adorable. So let's move on into all of the ways that the rest of you niggas got on my nerves. First of all, I would just like to take the pettiness um, and just like, let's start with the the pettiest portion, in my opinion, the pettiest portion of this whole thing. White people. Now... I'm getting off the mic. I say this on Twitter already, but I actually found it quite funny that... That white people immediately rushed to get him chopped over some homophobic tweets from 2009, 2010, 2011, whatever, but had nothing to say when he gave his whole scrotum to the Native American community. Let me tell you something. I can't think of a year in recent memory where we have not discussed the genocide of indigenous people who lived here. Like, there hasn't been a Columbus Day or a, a Thanksgiving that I could think of in like the recent, the past however many years where we haven't had an internet wide reminder 
from people like, hey, just a quick reminder, uh, this day that you're celebrating today is uh, complete bullshit. Here's what white people actually did to us. Just so you know, still feeling the effects of it today. Quick reminder. So, I refuse to believe that nobody, nobody Mm. in production at the Academy Awards was privy to... The Cowboys and Indians party happening on Thanksgiving. The backlash to the party. Kevin Hart's response to the backlash. The backlash to Kevin Hart's response to the backlash. (laughs) Kevin Hart's response to the backlash to Kevin Hart's response to the backlash. Or the backlash to Kevin Hart's response to the backlash to Kevin Hart's response to the backlash. I refuse to believe that nobody... Within that, like the weeks or week and in, in some change that all of that stuff was going on back and forth. Kevin Hart on his own platforms told Native Americans to suck his dick, and nobody said anything about that. He got to announce his hosting right after that. Okay, it wasn't a matter of hours that they were like, you know, who should host this? <laughs> Kevin, let's call him and ask him what he thinks. And even if that was how it happened, right. my nigga, you could have immediately gone to his social media and seen him trying to drag people. So I don't even understand. Like, you're not going to convince Ooh. me that nobody in production, not a single white face no. over there, didn't know about what the fuck was going on with that. That's first. But the day, <laughs> the day that white folks unearthed them homophobic tweets from yesteryear, they wanted an apology. What? I Peak white activism. Because let me tell you something. If each and every single one of those tweets and comments that Kevin Hart had made were specific to black gay people, he'd still be hosting. Nobody would ask him to do anything. Because yep. the fact of the matter is, white people can be gay, they can't be Native Americans. <laughs> So they had no issue with that because you wouldn't talk about them. Oh, but let me tell you something. You won't be coming for the, the white gays. They've got real estate up in this Hollywood shit, bitch. Whether you know them or you don't know them. And you're not coming for them, their, their friends, their family. You're not coming for lots of the Me Too girls who were at the Oscars last year. You won't come for their brunch buddies. You won't come for their personal shoppers. They're not going to let you come for their white gays. And white gays ain't going to let you come for them. If it was us, though, specifically us Negro gays. There would be no issue because white gays don't give a fuck about us, about us unless they want some dick. No. So. And you would be done to think otherwise because they literally did not give a fuck about the Native Americans a week and a half prior to this. Not to mention so many of y'all overlooking our existence, which I will get to in a second. But I just wanted to point out, so white, so white. The whole thing happening in itself is such a, a white thing. And I just wanted to let y'all know, once again, Caucasians, I peeped y'all. But once again, it does, I mean, it doesn't really, it's not going to slide us here too much off course here because right. so many things. So I think I found the most uh, annoying and disheartening about this situation. Well, more annoying this first part, but so, 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 so many of y'all missed the point in what is going on in this situation. Um and it was actually quite alarming. Uh, I think maybe what God was attempting to do in this situation was just uh, remind us of, of how many of y'all are so very blatantly and and confidently stupid. Um, so many of y'all who were attempting to defend Kevin in this situation, like almost all of the defenses that I saw were like oh, no. easily disputed. Like I could have easily gone right back to you and been like, here's why this is dumb and doesn't make any sense. I won't even need too many characters. Okay. We can go back to 140 if you want to be honest with you, or however many it was. 
Um, one thing that I saw people saying a lot, and I see people say this a lot of every time a comedian gets in trouble for saying something super offensive, which is that he's just a comedian. That's his job. He tells jokes. What do you expect? He's a comic. Oh my God. He's a, okay. <laughs> Haven't worked it as a, a performing comic as long as Kevin Hart. I don't think so. No. Um, I don't think so. And definitely have not made nearly the amount of strides. However, I, I don't think that I even have to work in comedy entertainment or anything to to believe or to know this to be fact. Just because you're a comedian, it does not mean that you can be a raging, bigoted asshole without consequence. Well. You just can't do it. And don't get me wrong. If raging, bigoted asshole is your shtick, like if that's your comedy angle, go for it. Because there are plenty of people who think it's funny to say that you would bust a dollhouse over a baby's head for being gay. As, you know, people pointed out, it was simply a joke. Even the mother of said baby. Right. So if that's your thing, tell your jokes. Whatever it is, I do believe that it is a part of uh, the job of a comic to sort of know where the line is and tap dance on that motherfucker. I feel like the best comedy comes in like challenging people's level of comfort in certain things. But that doesn't mean that you cannonball your ass past the motherfucking line and land in the abyss somewhere and be like, well, job's done. Anybody who's pissed, too bad. No, you can say and tell whatever jokes it is that you feel like you want to write or perform. But it doesn't mean that nobody can challenge you or tell you that you wrong or how you're offend or how you're offensive yeah. behind those jokes just because you're a comic no you don't have to stand up and in, in fact i feel like that's one of probably one of the most important things that you can take away as a performing comedian in my opinion because it's like if you tell a joke or let's say like a homophobic joke or a joke about gay people or, or a joke about transgender people for instance and gay people transgender people come in or like this was like This was mind-blowingly offensive, and here are all of the reasons why. I feel like the beautiful thing that you can do in that that, uh, situation is take away what these people are saying to you and apply it to the future. So that then the next time that you... It's not like, okay, well, I'm just not going to tell no gay jokes. It's like, now I can figure out what is, like, too far, how this was a bad joke. Even Even if you're telling jokes about ketchup, like when you go on stage or you sit in front of a microphone or you go on TV or whatever, if your ketchup joke is not funny, nobody laughs. I feel like it's kind of your assignment then to go back and be like, well, why is this? And tune it up so that you get a different reaction. You can make okay. everybody in that motherfucker laugh. Gay, straight, black, white, tall, green, whatever the fuck. So the 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 excuse of he or she is a comedian, it's just not, I'm tired of it. It's not going to fly. You being a comedian just doesn't mean that you get to say whatever the fuck you want to and nobody should be able to say anything about it or nobody should be offended or hurt by it because your job is to tell jokes. That's not the way the world works. So on that note, Nick Cannon, you wasted a whole lot of time, Woo! bandwidth and data by going on Twitter and searching fag under a whole bunch of white women's fucking Twitter accounts. No, not to mention, the white women you choose are Sarah Silverman, Chelsea Handler, Amy Schumer. White people, many of us, 
have already decided we can't stand <laughs> for the exact yeah. same reasons. What are you talking about? Man. So now all of a sudden you want white privilege? Is that what you're saying? You want the ability to, to be ignorant without consequence the same way that white people can? Yeah. Because we've known for the longest time that white people can't get away with being ignorant, with being prejudiced, with being awful, and still have access to pretty much everything. Where were y'all when, when, when Roseanne was dressing up like Hitler and making uh, jokes about Jewish people? Why weren't you defending her then? Why weren't you defending Roseanne when she got chopped? Because I seem to remember a lot of y'all shouting for glory and talking about how you were so excited. You couldn't, you like, you didn't have an issue with then. Right. Roseanne is also a comedian. Well. I don't think that Roseanne plans on just taking a bunch of Jewish people and putting them on a baking sheet and shoving them in the oven. No. So, like, that was just a joke, right? Why weren't you defending Roseanne in that moment? Because it was fucking terrible. <laughs> you could see how that was terrible. But... but you can't see that with us because you don't give a fuck about us. You yep. don't see us. That in itself is the problem, and I'm so tired of trying to explain that to y'all. Next. <laughs> I just can't believe the holy trinity of white women we don't fuck with. Like, the nerds. Are they canceled now? Not yeah, even. Hell yes, they canceled. They been canceled. You didn't pick Ellen. My nigga, you didn't <laughs> pick, like, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy right. or, like... white girls we hate the most. Sarah fucking Silverman. The great, like, Sarah Silverman needs to be thanking yeah. her lucky stars that Ralph has another movie. Because <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph 1 and 2 probably the best things that has ever happened to her. I never saw those. Oh, well, Wreck-It Ralph was a, a very good movie. I don't know what that is. I enjoyed it. It's a video game movie? Yeah, actually. It's like a movie based on... Oh, okay. Like, some arcade games or okay, whatever. But she voices one of the characters in the movie. I actually oh. saw the movie before I knew that she voiced a character in it. Yeah. Um, But only nearly positive thing I could think to say Got about you. Sarah Silverman. I wasn't trying to take away from you, you know, because you're on a roll here. I no, just no, couldn't no. believe that of all the white women he could have pointed out. Let me tell you something. The three we hate the most. Amy fucking Schumer. Let me stand back on when I said that um, y'all have been defending this nigga with like blanks. Like all of your defenses have been utterly ridiculous. So Nick Cannon, that was stupid because we already hate them bitches. <laughs> and because even if we didn't, like you saying like, these women are ignorant. Why can't my friend be ignorant? Like that's not going to fly for me. Uh, furthermore, a lot of y'all who are trying to defend him, like you regular degular ass niggas, have just been copying and pasting um, sentiments from other people that you feel like make sense. I've seen people who have actually entered my mentions, me, Kid Fury, Ooh. K-I-D-F-U-R-Y, my mentions and tagging those same three people. One nigga said to me that, oh, um... Oh, no. One nigga said to me, you got to start, you got to keep the same energy with Kevin that you do uh, for all these white women that you be caping for. And then tagged Sarah, Amy, and the other one, Chelsea Hands. who be caping for? K-I-D. You be caping for? I was the only person tagged in this tweet. What? Well, since when? I've literally never heard you say anything nice. (laughs) I've never heard it. I felt so doofy for for responding to this person <laughs> because usually I, I let trolls go. Yeah. But like I said, sir, <laughs> sometimes you this get is massively incorrect. <laughs> like not only have I never caped for these women, mm-hmm. I strongly dislike each of them. <laughs> not one or two. Every one of the I'm women so you just confused. named for the same things. I'm so confused. So what? Somebody else said that I should leave Kevin alone because I'm always going up for Hillary Clinton. 
Um, who are y'all Since talking about? When? Like, I know there are other people with Fury in their name, so maybe you're confused. Maybe there's another Fury that also yeah. is glad to have Kevin Hart is not hosting the Oscars, and maybe they love it. I don't know. But I don't know who y'all are talking to. Like, uh, what? Like, Social y'all, are, media. y'all are putting experiences that just not have, have not happened. They just haven't happened. Um, I saw a comment from one person, uh, a tweet, that also sort of echoed feelings that a lot of y'all seem to have, which uh, this black girl's tweet went something along the lines of black people have been fighting for equality for however many years. And here gay people come um, trying to fight for their sex life. And like that becomes more important than than black rights or whatever. What? Oh, two quick things, Dummy. God, help me, God. Two real quick. Actually, there's more than two, but I'm going to just keep it to two because <laughs> we have, you know, we go home. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. So two quick things I'm going to give to you is, first of all, for you to minimalize the oh. the gay experience and our fight for equality to our sex lives is so typical and so, like... It's like bottom basic level ignorant as far as homophobia is concerned. Like it just means that you you think of us as, you know, walking balls of perversion mm-hmm. as many old churchgoers have continued to to call us yep. and still do in their church homes and things like that. Like you think that our our existence on this earth is limited to sex and our sexual desires and we're all some sort of nymphomaniac beasts. Um, there are plenty of gay people who don't have sex and are still gay as hell. And I want to also add on to that fact that most of us who do have sex, that's that's not a struggle for us. Like, we gave y'all Tinder. Like, we don't really have, you know, our sex lives for a lot of us. Like, fucking, we, we can do that. We cool with that. It's the whole, like, not having dollhouses bust over our head just for existing. That part's a little bit more complicated. But sure, you know, our sex lives, that's it. Also, remember when I said that, like, a lot of y'all overlook our existence, black gays? This is this is what I was talking about. Sweetie, um... Black gay people, black queer people, black trans people, we exist. We're a real thing. Um, We weren't just invented like a few years ago. We are also affected by Kevin's uh, jokes and influence. Probably more so, definitely more so than white gays. Because, I mean... Many, if not most of us, come from black homes and black environments where the things that Kevin uh, was joking about, like that's like the real experience that we're growing up in. Like most of us, most of us black queer people have grown up with parents that don't want us to be gay or, you know might harm us mentally, emotionally, or physically, or all of those things simply for being gay. As if we came out the womb and we're like, doctor, give me some of that gay sauce. That's that's the one I want. Right. You know, so I don't... homophobia, like, all the time. How you're overlooking our experience, I don't even... But past that, um, homie who tagged me in those three names... (laughs) Also said to me... I feel like I got to go find this tweet. Did he delete it? I don't know. I got to go find it. That's funny. I mean, funny but I know my response to it is on Twitter, so you probably just gonna uh, find Let it me just clip. go find... Yes, easier. He also said something to me like, you're black before you're LGBTQ. And that is something that more than one person has said to me. How would you know, bitch? Um, 
First of all, when he said that you're black before you're LGBTQ, I was like, all right, I already know the the conversation I'm having. Like, I know what yeah. where you're at on the spectrum, you know. So the fact that you, rather than saying gay, you said you're LGBT. Like, I can't be all the letters. I'm not. I'm I'm not all of them. I just I'm not. And so the fact that you even spoke about it in that way lets me know that you don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Not to mention the fact that you seem to think that I caved for three bitches that I don't like. Right. Um, but to that, I say to people, somebody else said your, your, your blackness trumps your gayness. This, that, like I saw that from a ton of people. Are y'all nuts? <laughs> uh, I don't even understand how, where your brain can be at for that to even make like a sliver of sense to you. But here, I'll just say this instead. Um, you've acknowledged that I'm black and gay. You'd like to put them in, in, in whatever direction you want, mm-hmm. but. As a black person, I have to deal with the same racism that you deal with every single day, as well as oh homophobia, such as the shit that you're giving me right now. Right. Every day. My nigga, Ooh. I have to deal with white people and their shit and everybody else who don't like gays and their shit, too, at the same time. Time. Right. I don't deal with racism on Monday to Friday and then the, the homophobia is a weekend thing. Right. Nigga. I deal with both of these things at, the same, at the same time every day. So, bitch, you don't get to tell me where my race comes in or how or where it falls in line with the rest of my yes. of my other things. You don't get that right. You don't get to tell me where my blackness falls, bitch. When was the last time that you even marched for any motherfucking thing? You just want to continue to be ignorant right. and black and dumb as hell and you wanted to hear Kevin Hart go and tell some he yuck jokes on the Oscar stage and you're not getting it no more. All right, motherfucker. So I don't know what the fuck it is that you think that you're good. Like, you're not going to do that with me. You don't get to place <laughs> shit in order over here. Woo! I found the tweet and it's really bad. Not to mention, look at it. He's dumb. And then said he doesn't listen to the. He hasn't been able to listen to a full episode of the read lately because it's one-sided opinions when it comes to this LGBT and Me Too stuff. It's annoying. I'm kind of on one side of the LGBT. Sorry about that. Not really going to be able to see both sides on rape, nigga. (laughs) Fucking dumbass. Good riddance. Never come back. Some of y'all are really stupid as shit. Like, I did not see one person (laughs) who said anything sensible to me. Not even almost a plausible argument. Oh, my God. That's funny as fuck. Much like I rarely see comedians who make these outlandish, offensive-ass jokes and then have something sensible to say about it afterwards. Like, oh, well, I totally get where these people are coming from, and here is why I told that joke. Here's where the angle came from, or why, blah, 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 blah. It's always, I don't care. I'm a joke. I'm a a comedian, and, and too too bad. Oh, right. well. Right. So that's just not going to fly for me personally. The rest of y'all can do whatever the fuck you want to do. I'm already like quite satisfied with things as far as this Kevin Hart situation is concerned. Because, again, like I already stated, I didn't care to see him hosted anyway. And I thought that he kind of has a lot to learn about accountability. So that's where I'll just wrap everything up, Kevin. All of the things that I just named outside of, of your portion and, and Tori's portion. Like, all of the bullshit that motherfuckers are spewing to me, to people like me, to people who think, the you know, that gay people should just be able to exist or have parents that are kind and loving to them, uh, regardless of who they choose to love or spend their life. Like, 
the the experience and the statements that are being made on your behalf because of you saying that you would break a, a dollhouse over your baby's head. Like, that's kind of why accountability and responsibility for some jokes is important. Yep. I said some because... Again, I understand people are going to be offended by all kinds of things. Any old thing you say it. PETA wants us to say we'll take the rose by the thorns. And I'm not going to do that because not only does it not make any sense, it don't make no damn sense. Like, like it just, it doesn't make sense. Okay. So sensitivity is all over the place with all kinds of people. And some stuff I could totally be like, nigga, I just said that I wanted some juice. Like, I don't, (laughs) like, whatever. You know, like sometimes. I can totally be like, okay, I offended maybe 13 of y'all and this is stupid. I'm not going to say anything. But again, Kevin Hart chose to say things multiple times that weren't my bad. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. So. I mean, and I will say that there is a very big difference between offending people for like something they like or their own taste versus offending people based off who they are. And, you know, the fact that they get discriminated against in this world for being who they are. Like, if you say you a dumb bitch, if you brush your teeth and then drink orange juice or whatever, like maybe people who really love the taste of mint and orange will be upset with you by that, you know, or they'll be offended. But that's very different from being offended because somebody is saying if my son was gay, I would break a house over his head. If a child, my child, (laughs) were gay. Niggas. It's a real thing. They're like... (laughs) Oh, but I would never, I would not do that. Oh, he would never, it was just a joke. What the fuck are you? Anyways, Kevin, <laughs> hope some lessons were learned in this process. Oh my God. They may have been jokes, but there is truth in every single joke. And there are real people out here living in some of the darkest truths of these jokes that you be telling. And it's not fair to act like they don't exist or their experience does not matter just because you're this rich popping comedian who simply wanted to host the Academy Awards. All of that is bullshit. Y'all can kiss the crack of my ass if you have a problem with that shit because you don't respect me or any fucking shit. Like, like go and 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 do whatever it is that you want to do over there in Dummy Land. But it's just just not gonna fly over here. It's not so. Woo! On that note, I think I'm just about done. Yeah. I didn't even pretend like it was going to be short no, this week. No, you didn't. Week, Amen. Because I knew that. it was not going to. <laughs> I will, you know, obviously I agree with everything you just said. And, you know, it can't be just jokes when kids are really dying at the hands of homophobic parents and guardians all the time. It Real isn't jokes when people are really killing their babies because they think their babies are gay. Or placing them in such a state of darkness that they kill or harm themselves because yeah, of what you make them do. It's just not fucking funny. Like, that's just not really. It's I just don't. not funny. You know, but laugh it up, honey. You just aren't going to be laughing that shit up on stage hosting yeah. no motherfucking Oscars. And really. And that's because you chose that's not fine. to do that's it. Fine. And it's, <laughs> let me tell you something, it's way more than fine for me. So. When the Oscars said they might not have a host, I'm like, let's go with that. Why don't we do that? Let's just have a voice over the loudspeaker announcing who's coming to the stage to present the award. MC Light is great at that if you really Thinking good. Of she's someone. really good. Y'all call. Don't think Light. she has homophobic she... tweets. I'm not sure. I mean, I know she married a man, but all right, we can. On finish. that We're note, done. that yeah, wraps up this week's episode of the Read. Check us out at thisistheread.com and on social media at thisistheread. Thank you so much, Seattle, for coming out. Last, that's where we were. Yes. The schedule has been hectic. So Miami, y'all are up next. The last show on 
the tour for this year and we are done and Miami that'll be you this Saturday yep see you there and speaking of shows um we have an announcement for our six year anniversary wow already yeah six of them Jesus no I just couldn't believe Alex was announcing the show already it's That's so what far the fuck away I, thought. I don't know what the fuck I mean <laughs> yeah, I switch you, but okay well again I'm reading what's in front of my face okay so uh, six years our six year anniversary show is taking place Saturday February 23rd at Town Hall it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a little extra special and things of that nature tickets are gonna be available at noon on Friday I guess that's why we're announcing it now so noon eastern time this Friday. If you want to come and hang out with us here in New York City for our six-year anniversary show, I might have some surprises and things for you. You never know. Go to Ticketmaster or the readlive.com. Get tickets for that. Also, we're having a holiday pop-up shop slash toy drive here in the city coming up on the 21st of December. I know I do that every year, so from 6 to 10. You can come out. We'll have uh, the information, the address, and things like that will be on our Instagram. This is the read. All toy donations are going to go to St. Mary Children's Hospital in Queens. All toys need to be new and unwrapped. No stuffed animals, unfortunately. So, okay. No, um, yeah. Going over to your baby mother's house and just scooping up something off of the floor or over to your cousin's house or whatever you know yeah. just even a a Dwayne Reed toy mm-hmm. you know they got toys will do yep. all kinds of things will be great to make someone's day this holiday season so again December 21st 6 to 10 here in New York City come give some toys for the kids make somebody's uh, holiday special and you can also get some of our weird and eccentric holiday merch like uh, sweaters where we're bearded and look like the clauses, <laughs> mugs, lighters, pins, and things of like that, things of, of that nature, accoutrement. Yeah, accoutrement. That. So uh, I think that's it. All right. I'm excited. Anytime I go to a toy store to get stuff for kids, I get very swept up, very wrapped it's up. It's so fun. Because it's just like, man, I, I remember yeah. unwrapping presents and stuff as a kid and being like, this that. is the best day of my life. We Christmas was the one Christmas. day I could not sleep. It was like the one day I could not go to sleep. We should have a friend's Christmas where we all wear onesies and we buy each other childish gifts. Okay. And we sit underneath a, a Christmas tree and we're all, we, we, we reinvent no, recreate. Okay. <laughs> recreate that magic of, of a child's Christmas. <laughs> well, you know what? I feel like we can come pretty close. Like, if nothing else, we're just going to have a good ass time. I get fucked up. Yeah, like, no, I mean, I mean, a child's Christmas with weed and alcohol, of course. I see nigga. weed and alcohol on the onesie. We're not, we're not Puritans. Right. No, it actually sounds like a great idea. We should Weeds? do that. Can you make weed cider? My mama just texted me talking about, did you call me? No, sis, I have been in the studio for three hours. Yeah, quite a while. <laughs> All right. Anyway, are we done? Yeah, um, we're done this week. Okay. Um, the acronym is going to be D B N. Shout out to Michael Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> what What is going on? Y'all are going to jail. Period. Oh. I feel like that. We don't even need to do the acronym. Okay. All Why right. not end it there? <laughs> Bye, y'all. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., 
a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. If you have kids or pets, you know stains and odors in your carpet and upholstery are inevitable. But the experts at ChemDry can help. ChemDry removes odors and stubborn stains by sending millions of carbonating bubbles deep within your carpet. ChemDry lifts dirt, urine, and stains to the surface to then be extracted away, giving you a cleaner and healthier home. Call 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com to connect with your local ChemDry and learn about special offers in your area. That's 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com today. 